Hey everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog, and with me will be Ever, my co-host, as it were, for this episode. This is more of a, what started out to be a review of Star Wars 9, between the two of us. More is a, turned into a, a Star Wars retrospect, as it were, to close off the whole you know, saga, and we really get deep into it, and the audio quality's not too bad, um, that's all I got, really, um, without further ado, enjoy, and then, uh, if you have any comments or concerns or anything like that, you can hit us up on the Twitter, uh, podcast for me at Twitter, or at podcast for me, got a website, you can blog it if you want, Facebook, whatever, Google, podcast for me at google.com, you know, that kind of bullshit. All right. Without further ado, enjoy. Okay, if I have that playing on back? Yeah, it don't matter. All right, so this is off. So, yeah, we're going to do a podcast. Uh, we're going to review episode nine. I was going to say eight. And uh, I've seen it twice. Ever here's seen it once. Um, let's just go over some initial yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Let's go over some initial um, thoughts. What do you, would, you, would, you, would you think? Um, I liked it. But, uh, <laughs> do we want to start over? I liked it, but man, um, I didn't think about it until later. I, I, I read that it made episode eight slightly better. What do you think about that? I haven't gone back and watched eight yet, but like in my mind, and, and I think maybe you started going at this earlier, I, I got to see maybe where eight took things away from the possible arc yeah and kind of stole things that should have been in three but didn't make it to three i'm saying three nine you know yeah yeah it's it's, it gets complicated right because you're like you're talking you're talking seven eight nine and you're you're going like one two three you know it it gets kind of confusing when you say that but the third of the third of the disney movies yeah the third of the disney movies yeah but um i watched eight and then i was like um well, I watched nine and whatever, and then I watched eight, and I was like, uh-huh. And I, I, I say that when you said that, I never really thought of it like that. But yeah, it I always thought of it it was it was like um it was nine spent a lot of time rewriting the mistakes of eight. Because seven goes a certain direction with all these little what about this, what about that? And then eight starts to subvert that. And it's in get this, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to subvert the fans expectations he said don't give fans what they want he he said that with words out of his mouth don't give fans what they want yeah but you do that you do that with uh, like original content you know not stuff that we already had six movies and all this you know expanded universe stuff where they're giving fans what they want and the fans want more of that and you want to come along and be artistic all of a sudden or or have some message yeah you know shove down people that's people don't go to star wars to have you know, uh, a social message thrown at them, you know, we'll, we'll go to like old school Star Trek for that. Right. But with Star Wars, we kind of want an escape. We want to feel like we're Luke Skywalker. We are special. We're part of our own movie and we're going to have this adventure called life and that there it's analogous Star Wars, you know, the adventures, the ups and downs, the surprises and the betrayals analogous to things that we go through in our lives. You know, uh, maybe fearing becoming somebody that we don't want to become. Um, 
I have those similar fears. I don't want to share too much of that in a podcast, but it's like, there's, there's adults that, uh, that have been in my life. I don't want to be like them, but gosh, you know, I've made some choices where I'm like, shit, I'm starting to, I'm starting to see that in me. That's a crazy thing. I never really broke down star Wars in a way in which, um, but you could you could break it down that way though because you have the dark side and the dark side's mostly like just giving into your passions, giving into all everything that you want to do, like a like a child, you know, a petulant child. And then the the Jedi are more like the light side of the force is more about you know staying the course, you know, not giving into your emotions, especially fear, you know, which Yoda and I used to hate that whole Yoda thing where he goes fear leads to this. And he's right though. It does fear does a lot of the things that a Sith is is um absolutes, you know. It's always like this. It's always like that, you know, and they can never let go of things. I, and that's life. I think that I think the Jedi deal in absolutes too. In what way? Uh remember how strict they were in all the things, all the rules about who they could train, who they couldn't train, how old you had to be, how forced, how midichlorians you had to have all the rules that they had to follow the little rat tail that they had to grow that they, they were like the dark side, but in the opposite direction. And they talk about balance to the force. I don't think the Jedi ever thought of what balance really is. You know, balance is not full light side. Balance is dark and light and being able to take the two. And I think I think Ray and I'm I think JJ wanted to do this from the very beginning. I think Jay is supposed to be the balance between the two. Because she can do light side and dark side powers. Do you know that we haven't even talked about Star Wars nine? We've just been going through the whole philosophy of Star Wars. Isn't that crazy though? Because I you can't you can't talk about nine without acknowledging the the big things, the force, uh, seven movie, seven, right. the rest of the trilogy. Cause it's the nine is the closer, which I think nine suffers big time because of eight, because it's yes. trying to, it's, it's too busy trying to solve all the problems of eight and then to work its own story. It felt like there were like 30 different planets and shit, you know, it was good though. But I mean, I, it really did. Okay. For instance, uh, Luke Skywalker catching the uh, lightsaber as a ghost and goes, yeah, you don't want to throw this shit away because what is he doing in the eighth movie? He gets the sword, tosses it, tosses it to subvert our expectations, oh, you know? Shit. Yeah, but I mean, so it was kind of like a fuck you to Brian. You know, I, I looked into it and it says that you know, he's saying, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this to, you know, say fuck you to him. And yeah, there's no malice between the both of us. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You watch that movie. It seemed like the two of them are spitting in each other's faces. Eight started the war, like breaking the helmet. I mean, that's what he does. And then, yeah. And then, I mean, you were going a direction and then you went this other direction. And then like Palpatine's the guy at the end, you know, and I understand why. I mean, it, it makes sense. I think I think Snoke was supposed to be kind of like the essence of Palpatine, maybe. Um, I honestly I think he was gonna maybe be a clone of like Darth Plagueis or something. I thought I I think that's where they were going, and I think uh, I think Baby Yoda is gonna tie into this somehow into how uh, how uh, Snoke was developed, hmm. um, and maybe maybe Ray. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, no, my, my, my thing is, you know, Star Wars, it's mostly inward 
you know, about ourselves and the power that lies within ourselves. Um, the social commentary that's more outside of ourselves. And Star Wars never really had that. Um, with with Rey, I think if she could be the balance between the Force. Because Darth Vader was dark. You know, Luke Skywalker was light. Yeah, he had, you know, this dark side to him. But that was only because his dad had become, you know, fully dark. Luke decided to go fully light. I think Rey has the opportunity to walk both paths. But make decisions in the better interest of everybody else. It's like politics. There's no middle ground because the two opposite sides are so far apart. There's They're constantly at, at, at war with each other. That's not real balance. That's just, you know, like the weight pushed to the extreme ends of the seesaw. I, you know, I like what you're saying. I like what you're laying down because if you think about it, I think human evolution really just goes. It's weird. We're not even talking Star Wars. Yeah. Human evolution really goes into extremes, either left or right. And then really the the journey is trying to bring balance, trying to go towards the center, whatever direction you are. Shitty life, great life, whatever. You're trying to always go to the center. And I do you think and when you're what you're saying, I like what you're saying. Do you think for movie seven, do you think that was the goal with Ray was to bring her to a balance, both kind of a little bit dark, a little bit light, you know, giving it into your, your emotions, but at the same time, not letting go, letting go of things. That's a, that's a big thing in the Jedi world is, hey, shit was going to happen. There was nothing you could do about it. You just got to let that shit go. Like when Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's not really like, oh shit, Qui-Gon's dead. My master who used to stroke me off. He never brings that, he never brings it up. He lets it go. So does Yoda. Yoda, people people die. and they, Because here you are, this being that could just ride the force. Because they all understand. In the end, you're just dust in the wind. Right. Uh, I, I think they were headed in this direction in 7. I think... Um, what were your clues? Okay, so... Han Solo knows who this girl is and JJ kind of hints at it because Maz asks him when they're in the, when they're at Maz's cantina or whatever, she's all say, so who's the girl? And then kind of like Harrison Ford almost like leans in a little bit and they cut away. He knows who this girl is. There's some other little clues here and there. Um, she talks about being abandoned on the planet and he called he almost like looks aside like, like, damn, like, we could have done something for this girl because we know who this girl is. I don't know about that. We'll, we'll, we'll cue it up later. Okay. But but he does kind of, like, he does show it. Now, characters, I mean, that, that kind of direction, that has to come from somewhere. Hmm. Harrison, I need you to look guilted by this statement. That she yeah, the, dire- the direction of that. You know, it's funny, um, there's, a, when you watch, I actually watched The Force Awakens recently, that when you watch that movie... I, I wonder where are they going with some of these things? And J.J. Abrams, uh, he had he did a TED Talks, and he said that he does this thing where, because, you know, he made Lost and all that, he uh, he does this thing where he has a, a mystery box. And, and then what he means by that is he puts that in a, a narrative where you don't know, you introduce a, a thought, a, 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 a story element, but you don't know where it's going to go. The writer doesn't even know where it's Even going. the writer, yeah. <laughs> and that's what, he, exactly. And he does that in this, it's 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 prevalent in this, uh, 
in the, in that movie that he just has a bunch of things like he he shouldn't have done it but he did he made her uh, a mystery he did it in lost also yeah oh yeah lost he did an alias he does it in everything he does but like in mission impossible 3 what's the rabbit you know like they're like they they have a lot of like boxes that are like un, unpacked now in in force awakens it's a weird thing that um you're he introduces those elements. He introduces who who's raised parents, and but what what doesn't make sense is this. So, do, I don't think he was trying to go with Palpatine. Why why is she so special? You know, like it doesn't make any sense why Leia thinks she's special. Because Leia, that's a big thing. Okay, so Hansel is dead. Uh, Chewbacca's there. He's known them all for forever. And she hugs she she hugs um, Ray. And why the fuck is Ray all about her? So what the fuck is that all about? I, I think I think they had a they had some kind of link. I mean, Leia knew who this girl was too, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that whole thing about Chewbacca, I think that was uh, I think they just fucked up. Yeah. I think they just forgot to write it. Yeah. Uh, in this one, in nine, they they say it's Palpatine. No, they J.J. Abrams was like, you know, we fucked up and kind of just treated. Chewbacca as an aside. Yeah. You know, when Chewbacca finds out that I think it was Leia dies. Yeah, he, he, he collapses. Totally, yeah, he fucking falls apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, is, yeah. I I don't think I've ever been as emotional in a Star Wars movie until I saw fucking Chewbacca. He's over Han Solo? No, no, no. Over Leia. No, I hear that, but Han Solo oh, yeah, come no, no. Yeah, no, when Han Solo went down, I was like, oh, but... I think somebody had fucked it up for me before or something going into it. And even then I, I, I almost cried. I almost cried when I heard, Hey kid, I was like, <gasps> cause I didn't know. I, what, what always gets me is not so much the action. It's another character's reaction to the action. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, like I feel what that character's feeling. Yeah. And for Chewbacca, it was like, I, I remember thinking all the way back to episode four, five, you know, when Han's like, hey, Chewie, you know, take care of her for me. And Chewie's like, yeah, you know, I got her. You know, I'm going to take care of her. And she fucking died. Hmm. You know? I didn't feel that at all because because they because they separated the characters so much through the movies. And they just, I just, they didn't, I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel right. Like, I, I mean, the Han Solo thing was pretty sad. But when it comes to Chewbacca, I saw it. I was like, I acknowledged it. I was like, oh, yeah, he's pretty broken up about that. But I didn't really give two shits. Well, maybe because I hugged Chewbacca at Disneyland. That'd do, that'd do it, right? <laughs> well, my thing is, I mean, I've never been like a big, like, yay, Chewbacca. But I was at Disneyland. And it was like the meet Chewbacca, you know, and it was just a giant ass dude in the fucking. He's Chewbacca dead suit. now, though, right? The original Chewbacca yeah. guy, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we got to the front of the line, and really it was more for my niece. And then <laughs> Chewbacca comes out, and I go to, I go, you know, he's hugging everybody, and I go to hug him, and I just like forgot that it's a dude in a suit. And for me, it was like, it's fucking Chewbacca, man. Maybe it's some, maybe it's some cute, you know. That's fucking hilarious that you forgot is it's, it's Chewbacca. It's Chewbacca, dude. How old were you? 34. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Disneyland does that shit to you. No, but you know what? Hey, Chewbacca got something else in episode 9, too. Okay. He got the medal that he did okay. not get in episode Okay, yeah. That's a big one, right? He didn't get a medal. And I'm like, wait, what about <laughs> Chewbacca? And like, but you know, he gets Han's medal. And I heard Kevin Smith say the most endearing thing ever about this. He goes, he says that. 
when Leia is laying there, right? She's holding this fucking medal, right? And she's not holding anything else newer than that. She could be holding anything. Millennium Falcon, fucking fuzzy dice, anything. No, she's holding this medal. And what Kevin Smith took from that, now I don't, I don't see this. He says, so in episode four, Star Wars, you know, the Death Star is coming in. And it's a lead up to this point where the rebellion who is about to get down and fight this fucking war of wars is about to be snuffed out by an impossible fucking weapon that you could not even fathom. And, you know, Han Solo's gone, right? And then right then and there, it looks like all hope is gone. And who the fuck comes out? Of left field, it's Han Solo. You hear his voice, and you see the the look on her face, and she lights up, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And he goes, "Come on, kid, let's go," because he fucking saved the goddamn universe right then and there. And that, when she gives him the medal, that is when she falls in love with them. Not the Empire Strikes Back. She was in love with them then, but I don't know. And yeah. when he's she's holding the medal at the very end, she's holding the love of her life right then and there. Yeah, you. You, yeah. Did you know? Did you know that the the Death Star about to destroy Yavin Four was was not in the original script. Yeah. Oh, you mean um the fourth at the at the end of Episode Four. Oh. It was not in there that the Death Star was about to blow up the Rebel base what? before Luke dropped the the, okay, the well, deuce on. Well, it was just out there. Yeah. <laughs> the way you say it is exactly the way people say it too. So, they shot the whole damn movie. They shot everything, and the edit was was pretty much done and then i think it was uh francis ford coppola uh was like i, I don't get it there's no there's no tension mm. the death starts just floating out there waiting to mm. get destroyed mm. mm-hmm. you know like a ripe mm-hmm. egg sitting inside of an ovary mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or a fallopian tube so in the edits they edited a bunch of scenes so from, make- if you go back and watch it again there's some youtube videos that break it down pretty good they actually throw in scenes that were from earlier in episode four and some scenes that had been recorded but not used and edited the whole thing together to create the fact that the Death Star was about to destroy the rebel base. On Holy shit. I mean, that look, that shit looks so like, so good, uh, damn, that's good. Yeah, they did so good, dude. And then I'll show it to you, man, because it's so good. They shifted all these scenes backwards and forwards and, um, and uh, it's I, I I recommend any of your li- uh, listeners you know checking this out, uh, how Star Wars was saved in the edit. It's a I think it's like a twenty or thirty minute video on YouTube, oh. and uh, it, it's it's so good. But but yeah, it creates that moment of oh shit, we're all about to die. And yeah, you're right. It totally lifts up what Luke does and what Han Solo does. Well, naturally, yeah, yeah. I can't uh, I can't imagine it going any other way. And yeah, that duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but you're right. You're right. I think I think she is kind of, you know, holding that and and thinking of Han and this is something else they had to write in because of, you know, uh uh Carrie Fisher passing away. Mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher was supposed to be the one out there talking to Ben Solo. Yeah, how do you think that would have went down? Say she's alive. How do you do you think that would have been a better moment than well, think, of, think of how it played? You know, she would have physically been there, and then Ben Solo would have been like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And then you're supposed to be thinking, damn, is he going to fucking shish kebab her too? And then he does the right thing this time. 
but I do like the parallel of the first movie. Well, the it would have been a parallel. It would have been another. It would have been another parallel, but with Leah instead of Han. But she's not that good of an actress to pull off that emotional moment. You're, you're not wrong, but I mean, it's Star Wars. Nobody has to be a great actor or actress. But think about what they had to have Han Solo do. Have you ever seen anybody come back like that that was not a force ghost or glowing blue? Check this shit out. All right, I was I'm man, I'm deep in this shit. I was I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> they said this is what you would write in. So when <laughs> I don't know why they if they were so close to greatness, they just missed it. So she's she's doing the thing. She's going to I have to reach Ben, that kind of thing. I could have, you know, reached him before, but for some fucking reason I'm doing it now. And so she goes to sleep and Han Solo is conjured by her. That's what took her energy. Her con this didn't happen. Right, right, right. But if he came back as a force because she's pushing, she's doing the cuz he's not a Jedi. You know, he can't he can't recoalesce through the force. You have to be a Jedi master to do this. So if she were to make him come back and this is what kills her, you have your Han you have your Han Solo moment. Everything's the same. She did what Luke did. She did what Luke did. But we're not told that. Yeah. And she she might be holding the medal too because there's a it's like a a, a, a force impression that might be on the medal. No no no. She 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 knew she was gonna die when she goes to that, that connect too. to him. That too, but she could be you know, the same way that Ray touches the lightsaber and is able to hear and see okay. shit that the okay. lightsaber's been that's through. That's pointless though. That's still pointless. Yeah, I, right, I think that's it, pointless. It, go, it, it goes to what you're saying, you know, that she conjured Hans. Oh, because that's his medal. Right. Yeah, but they didn't. You know, they didn't. If they had said it, that would have been great. Because then you would have that moment, and it's not he's just a memory. Even though, like, I still enjoy all of that scene. Man, that Adam uh, Adam Strong is Adam Adam Driver. Adam Driver, dude, that guy, God, he is good. Yeah, he's like, good. he's way better than he should be in. Like, he shouldn't be in Star Wars. He's that good. Like, I mean, like everyone else is. Like, there's never been an act. Well, Harrison Ford's a pretty good actor. I give you that. But Adam, man, dude, that guy has some chops. Yeah, I gotta I gotta watch that shit that he did on Netflix and on the uh, Prime. Well, he's in this other one too. Oh yeah, uh, the, I want to see the, that. The report. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I got to see both of those. But marriage. I mean, I think it's, it's about or marriage story. Well, I think it's got the most Golden Globe not, uh, nominations uh, right now, out of anything. Yeah. Uh. That and then I think Irishman and there's one other movie too. But Netflix is fucking running it. But yeah, Adam Driver, dude, that guy, that guy, he's good. He like he's, he. It doesn't make good. sense for him to be in Star Wars, but he's so good in it. Yeah, I didn't like that people called him Darth Tantrum and stuff like that. Because oh, like, he's emo. I. Whatever, don't, we don't have to label him. He's pissed, and people lash out. You know, people. I dug people it. Do, I, 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 I thoroughly dug it when he was like the lightsaber, and he's fight. That's what JJ brings to the table. He brings in cool conversations and good little moments with not voices, but just just act little subtle acting things. Like so, when he's fucking that shit up, and the guy comes in and he sees that you know he's fucking that shit up, he's all like, eh, "I'm not gonna." Turns around, while the two stormtroopers. Yeah, they walk up and they're like, "Uh." Let's go back that yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I like I like that he's he's fucking up the, the console and then he turns his all anything else? But he's out of breath. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's somebody that never fully cope or learned how to cope with their anger. Well that goes in with the uh, myth the mythos of uh, Star Wars because um 
they just they're irrational. When you become a Sith Lord, you're just so irrational. Like it just doesn't make. I don't think it's a coping thing because you got you got to separate that from from normal people. When you become dark side, you know the Force, you're just crazy. You're I've just always, a crazy person. I've always thought of the way people make decisions between light side and dark side uh, is almost like how the Vulcans and the Romulans kind of diverged in Star Trek. One side controls their emotions for the Vulcans. They, yeah. It's not that they don't feel, mm-hmm. they control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Romulans, they're indulgent. They totally feel on that urge to conquer and rule and murder and, you know, and, 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 and do what they feel. Respond to their feelings. They don't, you know what? I'm, I, a, I'm a deep Star Trek fan. The Romulans don't... They, they portray them as Romans. And they don't really do... They are not that emotional either. They, right. But they're they're the split. They're what the Vulcans didn't want to become. I agree. I agree. But, if you if you want to draw that parallel, the Romulans would be more like Klingons, if anything. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. But yeah, but that's that's kind of how I always felt about the, the light side and the dark side. I think the dark side always kind of gave in to their emotions. Um, because, you know, at our base, I think, you know, everybody kind of wants to, we have to, we have to kill, we have to go out, we have to conquer, we have to survive. It makes sense when they do that, but like, they never really flesh it out and you have bad writing on the, on the first three movies. So it's like, it's uh, not the original, um, one through three. Yeah. One through three. You have bad writing on that. So you don't really have a good base. Just, if you're just dealing with just those eight, nine movies, you don't really have good writing for what good is and what bad is. It's just it's just like us they they they, they say it, but they don't show it. I feel like I feel like um if because you know Lucas is getting notes and shit the whole time that he's doing episode four, right? Yeah. Um the 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 people that are paying or bankrolling him or are telling him, Okay, change this, change that, do this, do that. He's working with a team of people. You know that ended up fixing the goddamn movie for him. Yeah, he gave us the overall arc, but but the the minutia, the details, the feeling came from somewhere else. I think one through three would have benefited from that because I think they would have portrayed the Jedi more as like I agree. Knights of the Round Table. I agree. Adventurers for good. Yeah. Not this totally you know uptight fucking super strict yeah. order yeah. that that kind of suffocated Anakin into becoming. Darth Vader. Well, here's here's a little bit more tidbit on that. So, all three movies of the original saga, you're right, wasn't made just solely by George Lucas. He took the credit, but it was a lot of other like for instance, Return of the Jedi is only 45 minutes. Everything else was added. That whole desert scene was added, you know. And like, so he gets legendary status off those three movies that were just a collaboration, really. And then he makes these three movies with him directly. And then it becomes a movie where it's, I'm a fan writing a movie that I didn't make. So he even puts like, okay, so for instance, the Jedi order where fucking outfits from Tatooine, like that's their, that's their Jedi outfits, you know? And that doesn't even make sense because so Obi-Wan goes and I'm going to be somebody else. I'm wearing the same exact fuck. I'm not a Jedi. I'm just the same looking guy that I looked in the other fucking movies. You know, and then like he just it just the way it was written was badly written because it was just like a lot of illogical things. And you're right. If somebody was there helping him out and didn't say yes to his every whim, you're right. Those first three movies would have been more fleshed out and 
you know, and then you got your, and then you're good, you know. But whatever, you gotta work with what you got. So J.J. Abrams comes in, just takes away from whatever you like from Star Wars, you know, and then rehashes it again. Obviously, fan service. I think, I think they need, and 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 I, I've read this before, but I thought it right off the bat because it they felt disjointed. Uh, Seven, eight, nine don't feel cohesive no they're not um they they need like a showrunner like how marvel has like oh, a, yeah. you know uh uh yeah. god damn it what's his fucking name kevin feige. feige yeah uh marvel has kevin feige and so basically the major decisions in any movies they kind of got to go through him yeah he kind he's like the the editor-in-chief you know how like marvel yeah. has their editor-in-chief of comic books and dc has all that shit too to make sure that nobody create something in their stories that kind of trumps Fuck up something. everything yeah, up, fucks yeah. everything up. it's like hey wait a minute you can't have superman die in a fucking green lantern but because yeah. then yeah. we got to yeah. deal with that and everywhere else so they need it they need somebody to run things well they at... did they had kathleen kennedy <laughs> you say that like, like that was a good decision <laughs> yeah no of course not <laughs> well that's, stupid. that's i think that's the problem yeah well um you're right because he was able to close 22 movies, and there's a lot of plot holes in Endgame, but it doesn't fucking matter. It closes. It closes, and, it, and it's a crescendo, and it closes 22 fucking movies. They couldn't close nine movies with this. Like, like, do you feel like Rise of the Skywalker closes it? Endgame paid you back for being a fan since Iron Man 1. It paid you back with a three-hour movie that... that who the fuck complains about a movie being too long if it's that fucking good? Mm-hmm. Um, all those little moments and shit, it was like, damn, yeah, I remember that from episode from episode one, from fucking Iron Man 1 yeah. or Iron Man 2 yeah, yeah, or yeah. this character or that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they say, oh, it's fan service. Okay, the, where's the problem with that? Yeah. That's what the problem with 8 was, right? It was like, Fuck the fans, because when he breaks that helmet, he's like, "What? Are you, why are you doing that? Why did he throws the sword away?" And then when it goes to Rose Tico's story arc, like she she monopolizes forty minutes of the movie. So glad they wrote her out. She's uh, yeah, the Jar Jar Binks of uh, yeah, like they, that movie received a lot of backlash for not having enough of her, and I'm like. But who's saying that? Like, you know what makes me mad is when I see people say two things. One, Star Wars 8 was a good movie. That fucking makes me so mad. And then two, Rose Tico's not enough in this fucking movie. In fact, she should have her own series. Somebody fucking said that. Um, yeah, that's bullshit. It's just um, the, the problem, it, it's in social media. Yeah. You have the loud few, and everybody thinks that that's, what, that's the way the wind's blowing. And it's not. But when you talk to fans, I mean real fans, you know you 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 hear about Rose Tico and you're like she felt shoehorned in there. Mm. Um, it felt like a fan in the movie. It kind of take, but that takes you out of the movie. She's not even a fan. I mean, she was just in the movie and she just eats up time to do nothing. Her plot goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah, her plot her plot went nowhere fast. Yeah. And um, it it just it just felt forced. It felt, Awakened. <laughs> yeah. It uh it it just she didn't need to be there. She didn't need to be there at nine. Nobody asked for her. Oh, you know there'd be backlash if she didn't show up at nine? Dude, it'd be like, You're fucking racist. Oh, if she didn't show up at all in nine, then yeah, it would have been like, Well, you she just fucking disappeared now or what? No. 
they they gave her a role to play. She's at the base. She's doing her thing there. She's, she's holding down the fort. When she kisses Finn, I was like, so I don't get it. Like, so Finn, if you watch Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Finn's all about uh, Ray yeah. from the beginning. Then you got eight, and he first words out of his fucking mouth is Ray, and then he, yeah, and then his whole fucking thing is I'm gonna. Get off this ship. I don't give a fuck about any of these people here. They can all die. I want to find Ray. So there is that's his arc. And then at the very end, he hugs her. So it's like, I don't know, Ryan, what, what the fuck were you thinking? And so you get to nine, and then it gets really weird. It it's it's like a fanfic or you know, a fan film where they kind of want to leave their own mark on the lore. And in this case, Rayan Johnson got his hand on it. And wanted to put his own stamp. Oh yeah, throwing the lightsaber. I did that, you know. Yeah. Oh oh yeah, uh, you know, smashing the helmet. You know, changing. You know, making Ben grow out of that helmet. That's that, that was me too. That was me too. That was his decision. Dude, they had a script. He threw it out. He even said, "I want to make my own script." They go, "Okay." And then he just fucking made his own script. Every little thing you hated about that movie is him directly and and Kathleen Kennedy's like all about it yeah fuck yeah you know women power and I'm like what the fuck and like they the, the thing the, the travesty of this fucking movie Rise of the Skywalker or in in general this trilogy is they fucked Finn because that was a good character yes. with and get this that guy's a good actor he's he's at that level but they fucked him and then they fucked him so hard that he's they could have a tv show with finn i mean shit you not mandalorian it could be just as good but he's not coming back the actor's like fuck this but he didn't say it like that he goes nah, i'm good well they, they also took away his 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 nemesis his his, his yeah counter. in the eighth in the he, eighth movie yeah he had he he kind of didn't have that drive anymore uh, he didn't have that 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 figure that he feared because that was like yes. the person that checked them hard in seven a couple times and had him like oh by the balls and finally you know they fight in eight they fight in eight she dies in eight and that's it yeah you lost that foil yeah and like i was thinking she was gonna come back i thought so too and then like they get down or some kind of a flashback because he okay he says that he was he said okay in, in force awakens there's a part where he says that he was waste management or whatever the fuck. And then you think back on the first part of the movie where his buddy dies. And I have to say, it felt like there's a story in which here he is cleaning the fucking thing with his bestie. And they're just outside of the whole loop of war. And then they get constricted by fads. Fat, I'm the, right, and, and then they go into fight. And his buddy dies. And he's like, no, man, this isn't who we are. And then he resists. And that resisted. And it's not like the force awakened him and made it. It was it was a choice because his buddy died. And then like, okay, here's another thing. If you know when you have the ninth movie, this is the reason we're doing this review. When that black chick comes out and she's like one of the first order, just one more sentence in that would have been, "We heard about you, Finn, and that's why we we rebelled. You are our resistance." In seven, I feel like J.J. Abrams set up Ray and Finn to be the dyad. No, no, Luke Skywalker's. Oh, but just both of them. Yeah, right. Okay. You know, and you could pick which one. It's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. Which one you you wanted to be with? Because even Finn had decisions that he had to make, and you were painting through those decisions with him. You know, he knew what the First Order was like, and he wanted to run. You had been seeing him run. 
You know, you'd seen him go through loss. You'd seen him go through that change. You'd seen him be threatened. You'd seen him make the decision to 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 run away. And now he had, to, you know, at, at Maz's cantina, had to make the decision again to run away and leave his new friends, you know, until fucking they get attacked and shit. Well, how's that, how's that make him like a Luke Skywalker, though? Uh, Luke He's Skywalker. more like a Han Solo, if anything. No, because Luke Skywalker had to make the decision. You, got, you saw Luke Skywalker living his normal life, having dreams, making decisions to affect those dreams. Okay. Rebelling against, you know, his, his uncle and his aunt. You know, because there's a make, call to adventure and the call to adventure. They they both Ray and Finn. You you you, wow! brought, you brought up call to adventure. Both Ray and Finn were on a hero's journey. They were both getting set up with all the the basic elements of a hero's wow. journey. Each of them. Usually, hero's journey you have one person, and you're experiencing everything through that one person. But here, you were experiencing things through just the two. The two the and po- a, a little bit of Poe. Poe po gets lost. Okay. But 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 yes, mainly the two, and I I would have been really cool with that, but again, you don't know. Episode eight fucks it all up, mm-hmm. and his hero's journey really ends in eight. Yeah, he's just a, he's like he becomes a Chewbacca. Yep, I was you read my fucking mind, dude. Yeah. You, I was gonna say that like maybe two minutes ago. And you know what? Okay, so when people shat on Star Wars eight, and the, know this, if you're watching Star Wars eight, that means you watch one through seven, so you're you're committed, right? You're, you're fucking, you're a fan. Yeah. So when people shout on eight, he goes, even after the first three, those, those, those new trilogy that sucked, the, you know, Phantom Menace and all that, it, it, we still came back for, for fucking seven and then eight. And Ryan Johnson goes, you guys are fucking racist. He said that that was what toxic fans were racist. And then you think to yourself, why would a fucking guy tell you you're racist? You know? And what does he do to Finn? What the fuck does he, he makes him like a Chewbacca. He's fucking racist. Well, I, I think he tried to give him his moment, but by giving him his moment... What moment? When he kills Phasma. He does. Or, no, he doesn't really kill her. She falls into the pit. It right? just happens. Yeah, it kind of just happens. Uh, I, and and his, his adventure with Rose Tico... But he was a sidekick. Camino. Because she's running Not the Camino thing. and uh, whatever, the Monte Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> Epstein Island. Got it. <laughs> uh, here here's here's my problem you know yeah you're right we watched one through seven we're committed uh eight it, it's it's really hard for for guys like us to try to do this but i think if you if you get out of your your fandom and out of <laughs> your memories of all the other movies and the fact that you know about star wars lore and all, i think eight looks like a better movie to people who aren't hardcore fans it's a, it's a, it's a good standalone movie. If the other movies didn't exist, everybody would be like, "Well, that was a good science fiction movie." It's the same. The people that liked Eight are the same kind of people that like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, because they don't really. They're they're they don't. Yeah. There was no. They made they made the first one with no plans of making a second or a third. Right. Then the second or a third, the second and the third were kind of like just turds. That yeah. Fell yeah. because. Or whatever. Yeah, that first movie's really and good. Then, and then the ones, yeah, I really like one. And then all the ones that come after that are the same way too. They're all disjointed. They're not. There's there's no big plan, you know, for all of them. Um, they make you think that there is, but there isn't. Uh, if you could, if you can look at eight by itself, then it's a, then it might be an interesting movie. But the thing is, eight doesn't exist by itself. 
there's all kinds of other shit around it. And do you think yeah. eight's a good movie just on its own? Like if you really look at it, so that first part is explosive. I like that. Then you have the the MacGuffin of we can't we we, we can chase them and we can't catch them, and then the movie kind of ends. Okay, remember <laughs> remember when uh when Poe Dameron they're they're on the they're on they're on one of the ships and then uh Hux says that I'm the traitor or I'm the spy. No, oh, in the ninth and he goes, movie, yeah. And Poe Dameron goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had the same reaction in episode eight when they said we're running out of fuel. And I I literally in the when I was watching it, I was like, what? They've never, ever, ever been on a ship that was running out of fuel in a Star Wars movie. It was the first time I'd ever heard of, hey, we're going to run out of gas out here in the middle of space. Yeah, I, I was like, this is such bullshit. I to, mean, like, to, it, write, to, to, to write in a ticking, a ticking bomb, to put a time, to put okay, a clock on okay. it. You know, that it's such a lazy fucking way to put a clock on something by introducing something that's never been there before. Again, if you'd only ever seen A, you'd be like, oh, shit, they're running out of fuel. Yeah. But having lived in Star Wars since yeah. as long as you can remember, you'd be like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Fuel has never been a thing. Fuel has never been a thing. When has R2-D2 ever been low on batteries? No, they just go into low power mode. Like, that's their version of sleeping. <laughs> you know? They, okay. They, they All right, you know what? They I, don't I, plug I, into the wall or anything. So, but but it, that's one of the, I think that's one of those things where, again, my experience in Star Wars took me out of the film and, and kind of made me want to wonder what was going on in that writer's room. And if I had been in that writer's room, I would have said, you can't do this. You cannot add in something like fuel to the equation because it's never been there before. I would have wrote something like they have some kind of fuel drainer instead instead of a, them running out of fuel. You can keep the same mechanism and then say, yeah, they got instead of they're they're tracking them. They they no, they've already had something in lore. They had something already ready to go in um in Star Wars Rebels. I was I Rebels or Clone <clears throat> Wars Rebels. Um, I haven't watched the whole series. I, I kind of like leapfrog through it. Rebels is so good. Rebels is so good. Dude. I'm rewatching I, it I, now. I swear I didn't watch those because I was thinking Star Wars for kids. Mm-hmm. It's so not written for. Oh, dude, it's better than the movies, and it so, it expands on the lore, and it's canon. So it, in in Rebels, they they got to get off this planet, right? And uh, they can't jump to to hyperspace. They try and they can't. Okay. These interdictor cruisers show up. And it's a it's a star destroyer with these like three domes on it, uh-huh. or two domes, and those act as gravity wells. Basically, as like okay, like big uh, tractor beams. Okay. Though you can't pull something towards you, it just doesn't let things go into hyperspace. The technology already existed in the lore for them to do something like shit. All yeah, they, they had tractor no, but they had tractor beams in the first in the Star Wars 4 yes. they had that's one of the plots they had to deactivate the tractor beam they could have done the same thing with tractor beams yeah thing. dude oh my god someone doesn't watch Star Wars that's what that was that's, yeah that's, that's what that was someone should have said something god that fuck and you're right cuz that's what Obi-Wan's doing and it fixes everything because okay we're just going to try and keep at range of their lasers okay. even though we're stuck in their gravity well yeah, yeah, for yeah. as long as we can yeah and that that and that could have been explained to Poe yeah that didn't have to happen on screen. Yeah. The same way that Harrison Ford and, and, and or I'm sorry, Han Solo and, and, and Maz 
uh, don't talk about who Ray is yeah. in episode seven, yeah. you know, Poker said, what's the plan? And then, you know, uh, uh, the Admiral could have been like, all right, here it is. And then cut away mm. so that we don't know. But keeping Poe in the dark made no fucking sense. But yeah, they could have kept, you know, at, at, at arm's length, whatever. They stay out of the range of their of their lasers or whatever to get close to that planet that was their, their fallback, their Alamo base. Yeah, why do they, why do they, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't mind them not telling Poe in the sense of, like, yeah, he, he fucked up or whatever and he's disabled. Why, why would you keep it a secret, though? Why would you keep that a secret? To, to everybody, from the janitor to me. It's not like, they had a spy. If they would have said, there's a spy. No, they, they that wouldn't work either because they all like him. Poe was Leah's dude. Yeah. Leah is like, oh shit, there's a guy who knows where my fucking brother is. Who am I going to send? I'm going to send Poe Dameron. I'm not going to send anybody else except this motherfucker. I'm not even going to call Han and ask him to do it for me. I'm going to send Poe fucking Dameron. Actions speak louder than words. That's it, dude. Yeah. And that was the dude that went down there and then risked his ass multiple times yeah. to get that shit back to Leah. So it's like, why all of a sudden shit on him? The dude was a legend after that. Oh, he got a couple of bombers, you know, a couple of bombing crews killed. It's, it's fucking war. And then, oh, and then Luke Skywalker onto himself as a MacGuffin. It doesn't make sense that he goes to a planet and, I mean, his dad died to bring balance to the Force. And he... I was okay with that. Why? Because it kept him out of seven. And what in my mind was, man, when he comes back in eight and nine, he's going to be the general of this fucking thing. And he's going to go around and take some fucking yeah. some ass, you know? Yeah. He's going to kill fucking everybody he's gonna he's gonna come back what's his reason for staying out of it just because of the ben thing it it goes back to what you said about jj kind of you know putting a box out there you know a secret box yeah that's what that's what i'm saying like eight is so fucked up because here you got this character who's badass and his only reason for not being in this war is because because he because he doesn't know he doesn't know what's going on or whatever and you could get that keeps him out of seven i got that but so here he is and he decides, you know what? There's another fucking fuck it. I'm I'm not gonna go in this one. My dad did die for this, and a lot of my friends died for this this fucking piece. And you know what? It sucks. It sucks that the new order is that the first order is gonna kill y'all. Uh, so that's not a hero. So f- I think, I think they might have been going in this direction. I'm not sure, but it it makes more sense in eight if you like rewrite it in your head a little bit. Force possession. So I think Snoke was going to be able to do this shit, right? Now, Snoke... Wait, what? Force possession. No, no. So you know like, how we... Palpatine was going to try and possess Rey, okay. take over Rey's body okay. To, okay. to, you know, do shit as Rey, you know, okay. and keep living forever? Snoke wanted Luke. I, I, Snoke would have wanted Luke. And for Luke to basically, basically ma- not make himself an asset anymore, basically just hide out on this fucking, this, this Jedi temple. Because Snoke would be more powerful if he took Luke? Yes. You guess ah, that's nah. That's nah. I don't like it. You know what though? Okay, or the... be able to corrupt Luke or use Luke in some way to where Luke was like, oh, you know what shit, I better just cut myself off. You know, and cut myself off from the force so that they can't find me. It would have been just good if he just didn't know about it and he's all just far away and he's mastering Jedi. That would have been way cooler. Hey, you know what? He went out to this fucking yeah. 
you know, the world between worlds to yeah. find more. And that's a thing. Yeah. The yeah. world between yes, worlds to, to, yes, to kind of discover more shit about okay. the Jedi. Yeah. And He's... nobody knew where to find him. Yes. And when you find him, guess what? He's fucking Super Saiyan 4 yeah. level Jedi yeah. able to do all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. Yeah. Come back and fuck everybody yeah. up. But when he fucking decides in eight, damn, we have not really talked about nine. But when, 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 when eight, that's the problem. Because like, when he does the thing with I don't want to fight this war after he knows what's going down, it's the most stupidest thing. It doesn't make. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense with the, this hero of heroes who went through hell decides I'm not going to fight. That's so stupid. I wanted I wanted Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, okay. That's that took a minute. That he didn't really come back as Superman until the end of that first book. Okay. You know, he's in there and they're, they're trying to get him to come out and this and that. And finally he comes out and he's fucking kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. You know, in the rest of the books. But it, but it doesn't, uh, it makes sense for King to come because he's done, he's retired. But you got, you got Luke out there and he, he, he to, if he would have said, I'm too old to fight, yes. But no, he's making the fucking choice, the choice of not fighting. And what's your reason? Hashtag reasons. <laughs> You know, and uh, there's no reason. There's not. No, there he doesn't give any reason. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, Obi Obi Wan, uh, he's he's. They reached out to him a couple times, and he's got a reason for not coming back. Exactly, because he's protecting. He's his kid. protecting Luke, and it makes sense. Yeah, you say. Yeah, he's he's got a higher purpose. He's protecting. You know, that's the, what he was supposed to do. Yes, Luke doesn't got that going on, and no, then it just it's just stupid that. All right, all right. Here's let's get back to nine here. So we, we are we are talking about nine because. Nine tries to address the shit that happened in eight. Yeah. You know, Luke as a ghost making the decision to go ahead and contribute as much as he does. Okay. You know, uh, you could argue that Ray changed them or whatever. Uh, Where I was going with the force possession thing was that, okay, that's why he kind of locked himself off there. Okay. Was basically to not make himself become an asset of the dark side. Um, Yeah. What did you, what did you, what did you think? Because Ray was good. Ray was going to make a similar decision. Ray was going back to that island, and she was going to stay on that fucking thing so that she couldn't yeah, be taken yeah, over. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what were well, you saying? Well, no, 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 no. She goes that island because she quits. She doesn't want to be a Palpatine. Because she does, uh, they fight, she kills Ben, decides, hey, you know what, I'm going to bring him back, whoop, and then, then she leaves. And then she decides to make that decision. She doesn't want to become a Palpatine. Y- yes, and the way to not become a Palpatine was basically to stay away from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went, to- but she doesn't know anything about the Force possession or anything. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But, but similar, I guess she didn't want to be corrupted or yeah, whatever. Yeah. She yeah. didn't want. To yes, yeah. Same thought philosophy, but not that story. Tibet. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, Palpatine's master fucking plan is: <laughs> if you strike me down, I will go into you, and she strikes him down. And he doesn't go into her. Because he strikes himself down. That's so stupid. Then why do you, why do you keep shooting the lightning? <laughs> There's, that's, that's some of the funniest things to, 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 to watch about on YouTube. That force lightning. Why is it like peeing? Yeah. Once you start, you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, didn't he just went, he went like 80s techno. And then like he stopped. He stopped. And then, and then he focuses on her. But people online, they bring it up that he did it to himself in three. He did it to himself in six. And, you know, I guess it's just every three movies he has to fucking electrocute. No, when in Return of the Jedi, he doesn't shoot himself. He actually gets thrown over. 
as he's electrocuting himself. No, he's electrocuting yeah. Vader, but he's not electrocuting himself. And he falls and then he dies. What the fuck ever? Dude, the whole Palpatine thing, I know the reason they did this is because they had to. They killed Snoke off. And so yeah, whatever yeah, story yeah. – so they used Palpatine. And I'm okay with that. I get it. I get why you have Palpatine. And that's why this movie kind of gets down a little. So Palpatine's like the main villain. So when you do that, you negate Anakin Skywalker's whole contribution. Contribution. There's no, there's no reason for Vader then. There's no reason for anything. I am I am nodding in agreement. Keep going. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but like you got <laughs> you, you you put him there and then and then okay, and then like okay, so you you acknowledge then that it meant nothing. And then when be with me, Ray goes, be with me, and then all of a sudden all the you hear Anakin Skywalker say, Bring balance to the force like I did. Shut the fuck up. He said that? He fucking said I I got the the the, the breakdowns. Oh, I got a, I got idea. Guess I guess who else is in there? Ezra. Uh I read that Ezra wasn't in there. I heard Ahsoka and Ezra I thought. Uh Ahsoka's in there. But not Ezra? No, Ahsoka's the big uh she's the controversial one because she was not part of the Jedi order and people but say the, but the, she's That's a that, Jedi. she's a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I I've been screaming bullshit every time somebody says that online. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like get, so. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you get Jedi's a Jedi. Dude. You can't say okay, Obi-Wan I get the, the fucking feels when I see her. When I see her in Rebels cuz I I lived Clone Wars. Like I I shout out Clone Wars and I watched the whole thing and Clone Wars, hey, that shit's good. That's an adult cartoon, not like they're fucking, but like it's good. And like, I mean, no, no, they they fucking world built like crazy. Like, there's some shit in there that that blows your and then Rebels is like fucking dunks it. Like Star Clone Wars is like like a three point, and fucking Rebels dunks the shit and breaks it. And Mandalorian's pulling a lot from those two shows. You know it. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, dude. All of okay, Clone Wars explains Mandalore. Yes. Uh, and yeah. the dark saber <laughs> and the dark saber uh, Dave Filoni worked on uh, he's, he was one of the oh, major writers he's for, in Rebels for, he's in Rebels I think he's in Clone Wars too. Dude, yeah and he's on the Mandalorian oh yeah dude oh yeah man dude I, I'm getting the feels literally if you I shit you not I shit you not if you made Star Wars Rebels which is perfect from beginning to end which I've watched the whole thing it if you made that a live action TV show, fucking come in my pants right there, dude. That's better than the movies. I don't think they have to. They don't. Honestly, I don't think they should. It looks good, though. It just gives you a chance. I would just go and watch it and then make other shit live action that yeah, ties right, into right, it. Yeah. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's a good one. Do you think that's going to be a good one? Because he's on a planet. That's all he is. Uh. Yes, but he also has to learn how to be able to commune with Qui-Gon and do other shit. It seems like that's an easy thing. Yeah, but you could have other threats show up. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a fanfic that kind of does this in an okay way, but um, basically the 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 Empire is on Tatooine, you know, looking for people, I guess, and they accidentally find Luke, and fucking Obi Wan has to cut them all down. Oh, that is fucking awesome. And you could hold, you could build an entire fucking. 26 episode season on a guy, a, a governor coming to fucking Tatooine and he's and he has to wage war against him. Yeah, I, without I, I, revealing himself. Well, I, don't, I don't think I don't think um, I gotta watch it again, but I mean, I don't think they should do a thing where they know that a child exists because Darth Vader doesn't start looking for him in earnest until episode five. Yeah, so really, he doesn't know, he doesn't know, he shouldn't know. So it's, it's not like they should be like. The Empire, that, that was the problem that I had with the fanfic was that the Empire shouldn't be there 
you know, really Period. looking for anybody. Yeah. Not looking for anybody in particular. Yeah. They're uh, just there. <clears throat> and they'd, oh, yeah. And they just so happen to want to kill him. They, I mean, like, the group. And then, right. you know, and then he saves them. That's how he knows Oben Kenobi. Or, well, then, I don't know. Well, I, and I think Obi-Wan should be kind of forced to go off planet a couple times, maybe to throw people off the scent. Yeah, we like maybe maybe he gets found out that he's on Tatooine, yeah. or he's about to get found out. He's like, you know what? I I need to go run the outer rim a little bit, you know, and go move around, kind of to throw him off the scent, huh. you know, and not lead him back to Tatooine. Yeah, I I mean, you, we you know what? No shit, we could do whatever we want. Yeah. We can make that work. We fucking for real, we can make that work. You know what I want is a Vader show, like a, just a special. Give me about twelve episodes or ten episodes of Vader hunting out hunting the Last Jedi. Killing him one after another. I know because there's a comic book. I think they can do that with Obi Wan. I think they could do that with Obi Wan show. Yeah, they could. No, because like um, there is a comic uh, where Vader has to relearn everything how to fight because he's in this robot body, and it's awesome because he's gearing up to kill the Jedi of Jedi. Like this target, guy, Target Vader, Target Darth Vader, is that the one? But there is a comic where he has to relearn shit. So he's the main character. So you get to see him work out and like get into fighting mode and learn how to fight differently because he can't do flips and shit. And he has to take on the the number one fighter, Yellow Saber. You know what Yellow Saber is? Um, I looked it up, so I know. Those were the the well back in the day. Those were like the official Jedi, uh, like the security guys. Ha! He's right. Sentries. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. That's what. It, and so when Ray Ray has that at the very end, so she's a fucking sentry. Uh, the, the thing about the yellow lightsabers is that they had to be given to you. Okay. So, like, they're super special. Yeah, but, like, isn't it special when you make it? Because she makes it out of her staff. Uh, whatever on that, dude. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hey, why does she pick Skywalker as her name? I obviously, because it's fan service, but story element-wise, why does she use that name, Skywalker? Because, I'll give you this, it, would it, should it be Organa, if anything? Hey, my name's Ray Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> you can't use that fucking name. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You can't use Palpatine. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Just Ray. Ray. Why does it have to? One, who's this lady? What's your last name? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Who does that? Hey, what's your name? My name is Kevin. And your last name? Like, like, who the fuck are you? I didn't give you my last name, so why the fuck are you asking? Who the fuck are you? Who who does that? <laughs> who does that? No one does that. Let's go and ask people. Their, what's your name? And your last name? Let's <laughs> take the DMV. Yeah, dude. Like, seriously. No, but like, okay, no, no, no. Why does she pick Skywalker, period? Because, okay, what attachment does she have to this name? So who trains her? Organa? Again, that, that's... Man. Again, that's something... No, that's something that we lost from episode eight. It yeah. was supposed to be... That was supposed to be the opportunity to strengthen the relationship between uh, Ray, Leah, and, and Luke. Yeah. You know, those three were going to get together, and maybe even Finn. You know, Finn was yeah. going to be her brother or whatever. Not... By blood, I'm just saying, like, because, like, even okay, it's Ben Solo, not Ben Skywalker. So, even if she said, like, say she fucking loves this guy, right? She wants to take his name, just Solo. His name is Ben Solo, literally, it is in the credits. Yeah, they shouldn't have kissed. Oh, okay, yeah, we didn't get to that. Elther, you didn't like it? No, no, I didn't like it. Hmm. Uh, I, I would have liked, like, better, like, a forehead touch or something like that. And then he dies? Yes. I don't mind him kissing in the sense of this. Once again, 8 fucks this up. See, if 8 put a scenario 
where I, I don't mind them wanting each other in the sense, I mean, that was cool. I think if they, if eight worked it where bet like, so instead of bridging the minds, sending him there, like you, cause that's a thing you could teleport. So if he would have sent Ben to, to Ray and something fucks up and they, they had to fight together. And then that, because of really at the end of eight, it really did feel like they were connected in a way that could work. I was like, I could see this working. And then you could have a love triangle between her, Ray, I mean, Ray, stupid, Ray, Ben, and the other guy, uh, Finn. I thought that would have been really good uh, because love triangles work, man. Uh, they are kind of connected because of the dyad. There's that, but I, I think there's a comic book that shows Palpatine kind of put the baby inside of Shmi Skywalker. No, yeah, yeah, I, I know about that, but that's right. actually a vision that uh, Vader has, and so it is canon that he had a vision like that. Oh, but who knows if it's true or not? Yes, and so it's kind of and like whatever on that though. Like, I mean. Whatever, you know, like, I don't care. I just, I just think that just, just, I don't know. I'm the romantic at heart. I think that when you watch eight, it were, I mean, it's right there. Like all the beats are almost there, just almost there. But it, it fall, it falls flat because I don't think you generate another, enough connection. Cause when they went to hold the hands and stuff, I'm like that's earned. But if they had to struggle a little together before the last part, cause he makes a decision. He makes a unified decision. I am with Ray. When he kills Emperor, he's not doing that because he's greedy for power. He does that for her. And that's there. And they they said so this fight. <laughs> so that's in there. I'm going to have to bleep that shit out. They, they, they do this fucking fight in there. And it's it's terrible. It's that terrible. Fight, that fight sucks. It was terrible. But it was cool, though. He made a decision to, to save her. And that, that was for love. And then when he goes. The, okay. Now, this is the only thing I liked about Ryan Johnson, which I don't think was in his script. I think that because he took stuff from the other script. He He goes. You know who your parents are. The trap. They're nothing. They're nothing. Nobody wants you, but I do. He says that. Take my hand. I will accept you. For and you're not even part of the story. You're not a Skywalker. You're not a Solo. You're nothing. I want you. You know, for you. And I thought that was beautiful. But then it get, you know, because he has to rewrite everything of eight. They they take that away. No, you're a Palpatine, motherfucker. Um. I, I wanted Ray to be somebody important. Yeah. I don't know, man. Dude, the idea of America, you come from nothing and you grow to be something. And then when you look at that person, you say, I could be that person. Now I can't be that person because I'm not a Palpatine. I'm not a Skywalker. You took that away from me. And eight, anyone could be badass. Nine, I got to be Skywalker. I got to come from somebody. I have to come from royalty. Rich people, I have to come from rich family. I'll never be, amount to anything. Well, I, think, I think that's where Finn could have been that person. Oh, yes. You know? I, I, yes, I think Finn yes, could have been the, yes, any, the yes, any man. Yes, yes. You know? And still had that, the, with Ray, still had that connection to the to the Star Wars lore. Okay. To keep it going. Okay. Because okay. you got you got to have some connection back to the original characters. I agree. It, Dude, it, you're it, right. You're it, right. Finn could have took that arc. Yeah. That, I, think, I think that was Finn's arc. Oh. You know, and I, I think I, that was taken eight, from it. And eight fucked it up because uh, they they start to reintroduce it in nine. It's what he's about to tell Ray when they're sinking. In I know that I had to read that. I had to read that. He, he's about to say I'm force sensitive, but that would have been like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm a Palpatine. You know, yeah, he's who, a he's a Skywalker. 
who are you? Hey, anybody. Yeah, you're right, dude, because they could they could have built him up, and that's how he beats Fathma or Phasma. Yes, yes, he could have he could have learned to use the Force as himself, as his own person. He didn't have to be from any special background or anything, and he would have defeated Phasma. Oh, it would have been badass. In eight, he got his ass kicked by her, got a scar maybe, and then in nine, that's when he fucking well, gets her. And I think, I think JJ made Phasma that color. <gasps> for for a parallel because he's he's black she's white no i think it's gonna be biscar armor oh god dude if it's bad oh well that's not well okay best, best guard can hold back a lightsaber. no i hear i hear you i feel you so that would have made her that would have made her a perfect foil. but they he didn't know that he would have found out in the middle of the fight he would have been like oh, no 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 no, no no abrams he, he ain't that deep into the lore uh, best guard right. armor didn't become a thing until mandalorian I mean, it's a good thing. Well, it was it, no, it was a thing in Rebels. Yeah, but not as big in Mandalorian. No, Mandalorian no, it's huge. brings it out. Yeah, you're no, right. Baskar armor is a thing, but not like that. You know, like until Mandalorian. And you're right. Lore building that would have been fucking tight. That's why the Mandalorians are like a menace to Jedi. You know, because yeah, the they hunt Jedi. Yeah, That's yep. why they have the dark saber. I mean, yes. like all of that. I get you. I feel you. Whatever. Oh well, that's all fucked up. Hey, what about <laughs> oh, no. what about C three PO? What about C three PO? I want to take <laughs> one, one last look my of my friends who I don't have a connection to because, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Like, if he would have said those words to the original cast, yes. But he's saying this to like, you know, Finge, and then like they get they take it away from him. They take away his sacrifice. Yeah, he. Oh, Chewbacca wasn't even there, huh? They thought Chewbacca oh, was dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have said, oh, one last look at my friend. <laughs> but Chewbacca wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but then they, they take away his sacrifice, so he sacrifices, which is okay. They treat him like shit through the whole movie. Did you know that? Yeah, that like, too much. Yeah. It was, like, it was literally too much. Yeah. Like, I think maybe tone it down by about maybe 40%. It's unnecessary. It, it was. Like, it, it's funny to be mean to see 3 p over once in a while. Yeah. But it was like every fucking chance you can yeah. get. Yeah. You know, in editing, they should have been like, okay, we're like at, you know, tagging him once every minute or so now. We need to yeah. like maybe trim that back. Okay. And then another thing is ch- check your uh, CP3O uh, privilege. I mean, who's been in nine movies? <laughs> you know, who's in the cartoons? Who's in everything? C3PO is the crux of all of the Star Wars. He's in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. And in the cartoons. he His voice is in, in, in the cartoons. Yeah, and like, I mean, the majesty of this fucking character, give it to him. And in fact, if you watch Return of the Jedi, you remember when he's, doing, he's recapping the three movies? Yeah. You couldn't give me a fucking scene where he recaps the nine movies, even Rogue One if you want. But I mean, <laughs> like, he could have recapped the whole saga, like, again. And it doesn't, it, I mean, that was cute when he did Return of the Jedi because he's like, you know, he's just making up shit, you know. But in nine, I mean, it would have been cool if he recapped. Oh, so, oh, so, like, when he gets his memory update, when he gets his, oh, even better. He remembers one, two, and three. He remembers it all. (laughs) Well, that would have been cool, but no. They do flashbacks of the entire trilogy as he's getting his memories back. As he's getting his memories back. fucking missed a big chance. You're right. Like, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, this constantly. I mean, damn. He would have got all of them. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of that just now. Like, it was 
just fucking coming into my head to torture me. Coming into your head. Oh! oh. <laughs> it felt that good, huh? Man, they missed out on a lot. They were like, what? They were scratching at the surface of awesome, and they just couldn't take that next step. I figure if they had like a brainstorm, they did. Dave, did Dave Filoni work on seven, eight, or nine? Oh, I don't know. I would ask Alexa because but... it's because I I I only recently started kind of paying attention yes. to his name. Yes. Because when I'm watching Rebels, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is fucking majesty. And Filoni is one of those names. I'm like, you know, the first time I saw it, I was like, is this a new kind of, like, pasta or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and his name starts popping up in the better shit that I've been finding yeah. you know, from Star Wars. And I'm just like, this guy should be the Kevin Feige for Disney almost. Yeah, he, he and he gets the lore because he's in Rebels. I mean, the shit that they, they pull is, like, passion project. All of it. It was, it was, it was legit. It was like, I, everything works. It, airtight. You know, I like I like you said passion project, not fan project. Uh-huh. You know, you, the writing doesn't feel like it's from a fan. It's it it feels like it's from somebody that wants to create, yeah, their own story, but while respecting all of the stuff that's come before and that will come after. Yeah, because eight did not respect what was going to come after it. Ooh. Eight episode eight did a lot of shit and kind of just. You know, Rian Johnson kind of said, "Well, fuck it, let, 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 let the next guy figure it out." Yeah, he did such a shitty job of that because he 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 introduces the the, the thought process of the Jedi must die, and then whoop, at the very end, Jedi are back. Yeah, it, 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 like your own philosophy, and and it was it was too too much of a hard shift. Yeah, you know, to where it it, it didn't feel organic. Yeah, it felt forced. Awaken. <laughs> <laughs> Got me again. Yeah, dude, I I did not I, like eight, and uh, I guess the whole argument of nine making eight be- better, nine explains some of what happens and it, it tries to justify some of what happens in eight. It just undoes but, it. But the problem is, it also it also kind of shows you through clues and context and reading between the lines what eight could have been. Oh yeah. You know? It feels like a conversation between two. It feels like a conversation between two directors. Like I want to do this. No, nah, we're doing this because seven goes one direction, eight goes another, and nine goes ah seven. JJ wasn't even supposed to do nine. Oh, I agree because the other one backed out. Uh, no, he backed I, no, out. He backed out after eight's apparent um, lack of fan success. That guy backed out. Oh shit. I- Thought, and then they and they brought in the closer. Yeah, I thought I thought they brought him in. They thought I thought they went like, oh shit, no, we need to get this done now. I think the I think the production cycle was too fast for this trilogy. Because every two years. Oh yeah. The OG ones every three years. Yeah. And that gives you a lot of time to make double, triple sure that what you want to do is what you want to do. But they made the scripts and Ryan Johnson grabbed the script and threw it away. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there you go. I mean, like, they had a trajectory, and it probably would have worked better. It, it probably wouldn't have been as good, maybe, but it would have worked better. And we wouldn't have all this bitching. If they had stuck to what Rianne Johnson had in mind? No, 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 no. If they had stuck to the, the, the trilogy. Because oh. they had to they had to write the broad strokes. Because they're like, we're doing a trilogy. It'd be stupid to be like, I'm just going to write one movie and then figure it out from there. That's stupid. I almost... <laughs> I almost feel like they, uh, maybe they knew they were fucking up with Brian Johnson, but to save face, they kind of stuck with it. Kathleen Kennedy seems like the kind of person that would do that. 
No, because they, they gave him full control. Yeah, I know. You don't give him full control if you are worried. They thought this would all work out. Yeah, well, yeah, Rose the problem, Tico. Well, the problem is they the problem is they gave him full control at the very beginning, and they didn't reserve any for themselves. Though it's still there. I mean, at, at any point, Kathleen could have got came in and said, "You know what? This is all bullshit. You're fucking everything up. JJ doesn't like what you're doing. The actors don't like what you're doing. Fucking even Luke Skywalker doesn't like what you're doing. We need to change shit now." But that's what she does. That's how how she became famous. Is she just let the director do his thing? Right. She's always gotten lucky. I think this time she got unlucky. And, and, but the thing is, I think all these problems they could have foreseen, they should have foreseen. And if they saw, I'm pretty sure they just decided to stick with it because the, the, the thing in Hollywood is when you change a director or when there's some kind of shakeup like that, it's usually a signal that the movie's not as good and it loses money in the, in the long run. I No, it was planned to have three different directors. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. But the thing is, I think. I, they had to have seen that this shit was not working. Hey, fucking odd, man. Dude, that's not the that's not the that's coverage. Not, that, right. You're right. That's not the coverage. That's not the face that they've put out. Because to keep people showing up to the movie, and I think people would have showed up anyways, even if they had changed directors. But to, to make sure that they got the top yeah, girls that they, so, every solo. To, in order to get every dollar they could get. Yeah. I think they solo was after eight, right? Did they make yeah, solo after, after eight? one? Yeah, yes. But what came out first? Episode eight, eight, then Rogue One, then Solo. Oh. Rogue One came after eight. It was seven, then Rogue One, then eight, then Solo. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think now in Solo, you get people, you get them changing the director, right? Yeah. That was a decision that they didn't make in eight. Mm. But I think they learned from that mistake. And tried to do that in Solo, I, I think they ended up saving it. Uh, yeah, Solo came after eight. I thought. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. So eight, they eight, they fucked up because they stuck with the director. Okay. Before and after. Okay. And, okay. You know, okay. They, okay. Okay. They, like like you said, you know, in 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 the news that they put out and all the the publications and everything, they've they're they're still behind them, right? Uh. Then Solo is coming out and it's a hot mess. Hmm. And so they decided to pull the plug on that director and put in, uh, God damn it, Happy Days. Ron, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> put in Ron Howard. <laughs> put in Ron Howard and, you know, I. it was probably worse before he stepped in or whatever. But uh, he did his job on it. I, I think, again, I think that shows something that they were unwilling to do in 8, but that they said, you know, we got to do this or else we're going to get ripped to shreds again. On Solo. They did, but I can imagine I what it would have been like without him. Well, I don't know, because they had, what, Edgar Wright? And he that guy's good. And I think that he wasn't m- making the requirements, like the, the 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 deadlines of where he needed to go. And they're like, this is, this is taking too long. We need this movie out right now. And that's why they brought in Ron Howard. He was the closer. He fucking patched yeah, it up. I don't know why they brought in Edgar Wright. Well, Edgar Wright, dude. Okay, you can t- uh, because I want man. I'm all about Edgar Wright. You can see elements of that movie in there. Whenever there was a comedic uh, presence, or anytime they were making jokes here and there, that was Edgar Wright, not Ron Howard. Yes. Now, and and like that movie, and I remember reading about it. It was too funny, so they had to tone it down. It's just I've seen Edgar Wright's movies before. It just didn't. 
feel right. But then again, shit, Taika Waititi and yeah. fucking Thor Ragnarok. No, because like I'm yeah. telling you, like Edgar Wright would have been perfect for Solo because it would have been a different pace. It would have been a different because like okay, break down Star Wars four when you're seeing Han Solo for the first fucking time. Everything he did is a joke. Not a joke joke, but, like, it's kind of funny. He shoots, uh, Han shoots first. He goes, hey, man, I got your money. Boom, kills Guido. He is, it, once again, he's he's there in the, uh, in, the, in the Death Star, and he's all like, yeah, uh, yeah, we have a weapons malfunction. Yeah, uh, uh, what's your number? Uh, psh, you know, fuck Boy, out of yeah, dude, there was, like, scenes left and right where it was, like, he was just comedic. And then, so, it just makes sense that Solo would be a funny movie. Uh, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see an Edgar Wright cut of that. Oh, yeah, that's never going to happen in a million years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, again, I think that Solo showed that maybe it was a decision that they wanted to make with 8, huh? but they couldn't. Okay, I'm not going to fight that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not married to that idea either, but I don't care. I'm not married to it either. Okay, let's just go off of nine though. Let's um the Palpatine, the the four. What would you think of the 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 last fight between the Palpatine where she puts the swords together and she's running at him with the thing and the lightning? That was a pretty cool scene. The yeah the the ending was the ending was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked the ending. Yeah, it was uh it was exciting. It was uh you had Ian McDermott. I mean that was. Yeah. I mean, as much as it was like, ah, oh, fuck, they brought back Palpatine. But yeah, but they brought back, they went full Palpatine. Yeah. They didn't yeah. put some guy, they could have put anybody in there. Yeah. You know, you did you see Wedge? I saw Wedge. Yeah, I thought I was that like, was Whoa. so fucking cool. Oh, I, I was like, hey, Wedge. Yeah. I, was, I was with this girl and I watched it and I went, Whoa. And she was like, What the fuck? I couldn't believe it. I was blown out. I was like, I was like, What? Why? But yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was totally down with it. How about the when it, um, they played the Star Wars theme and you saw, hey, on your left moment, you know, it's like oh, a. Oh, yeah, where everybody showed up. Yeah. And then the, you see him and they go, do, 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 do. I thought that was cool. That was that was awesome. Uh, they I think they played some of the Asteroid Field music in there too. Uh, yeah, the music was on point. Oh, yeah. The yeah. music was so on point. Uh, Leah's theme. Um, yeah, the Millennium Falcon theme. Wait, hold on, I gotta, I gotta pee. Let me, let me pee real quick. I gotta pause. In there. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know. I was peeing. Oh, we were talking about the music. Okay, what'd you think? Okay, yeah. Um, it's the yeah. last one. John Williams, dude, you can't go wrong with John Williams. Yeah, it's good. I, but it, it, you know what's, man, dude, John Williams is good. I give you that, and he was good for his time, but nothing beats uh. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. yeah, Hans Zimmer's the shit right Dude, now. Dude, right? No, but like, they, like I think about Hans Zimmer music all the time. I don't think about John Williams other than do 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 do. There's a lot more John Williams than you know. I think, I think Hans Zimmer's music can be a, a like too much sometimes. Oh yeah. Not, not like for its own good. I I just think like it's something it becomes too much of the film with Star Wars. I mean, with John Williams, it's a part of the film without taking over the film completely. Now, Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars without yeah. John Williams. It's just not going to happen, right? That Originally, they wanted like a synthesizer and, you know. I agree, because when you watch Mandalorian, that's some other guy. Right. Um, it changes the whole feel. Have you watched the movies that made us? Uh, yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know. I I didn't think about it after I was like, man, no shit. Think about Home Alone without that fucking John Williams score on it. It it's still Home Alone. 
You know, it. I, I hear what you're saying, but, but it, he's he's good for background because, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, but um, like 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 I can like just by hearing the music, I can tell not if it's not if it's John Williams. I can't tell, but if it's Hans Zimmer, oh, this is Hans Zimmer, or if it's um, who's the other one? Um, he's pretty famous. Uh, uh, uh Tim Burton uses them a lot. Um, oh, D- Danny Elfman. Yes. Uh, you know what? With, with Hans Zimmer, this whole Hans Zimmer versus John Williams thing. Um, what I like about Hans Zimmer too is that you can hear that it's Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's completely different. It's almost like he invent, he reinvents himself for every film that he does. I agree. Uh, John Williams kind of sounds the same in all the movies. Yeah, it, no, it just blends in. It becomes I I don't even notice it honestly. Like I didn't even know he did Home Alone until. I watched but, that movies that made us. But that's that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be he's supposed to be able to get that emotion out of you without you knowing it. The music's supposed to be able to do it subconsciously almost. I don't know, man. I do like when the music accentuates the moment even more. Like when when uh when fucking Matthew McConaughey is crying. Uh, you okay, growing y- yes, you're right. That and, I mean that music, yes, and but it's it's a combination. It's so bombastic though yeah. the music that he does. It's, it's true. It's there. You notice the music. That's my yeah. problem. But you no, man, dude, it, with, it adds without, to the moment, dude. It adds, dude. Like, Zimmer? yeah, no, no. It, I am not. Ta- I'm not trying to take. It's not that it overruns it. It's it's the perfect fusion of a moment. Yes. Not like like it, like it, with uh, John Williams. Literally, is kind of like eh, he's there. It's good. But Hans Zimmer becomes fusion ha with this fuck with this shit. When 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 fucking Superman's flying and he's taking flight and it's revving up, I'm like fucking there, dude. My favorite is uh, No Time for Caution, where where Matthew McConaughey has to dock with the spinning. Oh oh yeah, dude. Oh dude, you, you took me there just by saying that. I was I dude that 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 moment is a fusion. Like if it was Danny Elfman, that's that. See, you know Danny Elfman, but his his doesn't fuse with it. It it's what you're saying there. With, with what you're saying with John Williams and, and the and the Hans Zimmer, it, it, that applies to Danny Elfman because he takes over a fucking movie. Did we watch the Hans Zimmer uh, uh, live in Prague? You're funny. We do that all the time. We watch that quite a bit. Yeah, we watch it a lot. <laughs> My bad, dude. We watch it a lot. Put that shit on for background sound. Dude, hey, it takes me there, dude. It take it takes you into the moment of the movie. When I hear Danny Elfman's music, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, man, I'm getting irritated. And then John Williams' music, when it, when it, not Home Alone, but when it's like Star Wars, you're, you're kind of there. It's it's good. He's got the majesty of it, but he's not as good as Hans Zimmer. I think if Hans Zimmer did Star Wars, it would be better. Yeah, I, I, I think today Hans Zimmer is better than, than oh, John yeah. Williams. I, well, I don't know, man. Yeah. He brings it. He fucking yeah, brings it. But he, John Williams is part of the whole evolution of music in movies. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, he's there. Dude, he's that, there. The, the, it's two rules of thought. John Williams... I'm putting my music here, and it's just going to be there like a side. Hans Zimmer is, I'm a fucking meal. I'm part of your meal. We're a meal together. We're together. And then Danny Elfman, he's like, I'm the meal. Well, that, that's what I like about Christopher Nolan films, because he, he kind of goes full bore 
with every part, every aspect of the film experience. Oh, yeah. I'm going to shoot this shit in IMAX. Yeah. Legit IMAX film. You know, I'm going to give you full sound. Mm. I'm going to give you Hans Zimmer. He's going to attack your senses. Your eyeballs are mine. Your ears are mine. Your ass is mine. Dude, and it's cool, too, because it doesn't matter what the director is, though. It, it, he just really melds with it because like in seven then the music's different it's just different in each movie you're like you said reinvents himself because you said the inception it it's like it was meant to be bah, <laughs> you know bah. every every song he does and every movie he does it's different it's oh, yeah. different oh, yeah. like you you can't you can't know it's Hans Zimmer but you do because the movie the moment's good when when I, I was watching Megamind and I was like god damn it, this sounds like it could be a Hans Zimmer thing because it just sounded so cool. Yeah. Like the music was was right and it, it and I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this Hans Zimmer? I can't think of anything else that sounds like that though. Like, watch Megamind, listen to music, or just listen to a couple of the, the tracks from, Mega, from Megamind, and you're like, well, this is Hans Zimmer. What else has he done that sounds like this? The only music I remember for a hot, uh, Megamind was when he, um, he, I can't even remember the song, is when he, like, attacks the the main Oh, yeah, guy. there's rock music, rock music and stuff yeah. like that. But there's a lot of other action music that Hans Zimmer does for it. Unrememberable. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I gotta watch it again. For me, it was probably the thing that hooked me at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, did you watch it on Disney, Disney Plus? Because it's there, no, I think, I isn't watched, it? No, I, uh, when I first got my 65-inch 3D, yeah. it, I watched Megamind in 3D. And I should. Why? Because I could. No, I mean, like, why Megamind of all the movies? Because that's the only one you had. It was, it was the few movies that were out back then. It was one that I hadn't watched. I wanted to watch it. Well, it was good. Back to Star Wars. We, we Star Wars 9. Um, let's see. What do we got here? We got the the training session. We got... Uh, stop it there. You want to... Wait, stop what? I can pause it. Because that whole thing was all music. What are you talking about? Oh, you mean like stop it with the music? No, stop the recording. Why would I stop the recording? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wait, no, because we're going to start a new recording. And then you can put it back together without the music thing, because the music thing was almost no Star Wars. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. Okay, to, right. it, it's podcast. You can kind of you can go into the nature of reality with these kinds of things. No, um, give me a second. So I, I just want to go through it and make sure we're done. Uh, we talked about. All of it, really. I think we, I think we, we covered mostly everything. Oh, Knights of the Ren. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they finally fucking showed up. Yeah, what did they do? Nothing. <laughs> it's funny because they showed up and they became bad henchmen. That's what they were. They, they were, were just they were they were yeah they were supposed to be force sensitive. Of course. Yeah, they're supposed to be like almost almost. Eh, I got, I was gonna I want to say Sith and I started yeah. putting th in there. They were almost going to be like Sith apprentices, but not quite, because the whole rule of two, yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, but, they, um, they have to to, to get. But yeah, membership. they were just they were just henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they became henchmen, but they 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 have a, like a whole comic devoted to them. And it's like the Ren is the lightsaber, and then that's the everything's about the Ren, the lightsaber. They live by the sword, die by the sword. Live by the Ren, die by the Ren. That's why they're Knights of Ren. And then it's also like to get admission, you must kill your brother. Well, Ren Ren's also a family name from uh, the old Mandalorians. That's cool, but that's what it is. Well, that's where I thought it was going to come from. It's it's from the lightsaber. I thought it was going to come from the I know, dark but saber. Sorry, bro. This lightsaber. That's what they did. They said, you know what? We can't figure this out. We'll make a comic. That's canon. 
great. I know, right? I know. That's what I said. I, was, I had to re I fucking researched this shit. I didn't even. I was like, "What? You're fucking idiots," you know. And then, of course, they they introduce this fucked up guy, and he's the leader. So obviously, I already know the end of that. That dude's dead. Or or go ahead and subvert I my. Think I did see something about that. It's yeah. Some some random yeah. bad dude, yeah. and his he's yeah. ran. And Gives a fuck, you know. That's how that works out. Why does Kylo take his name? No. Oh, yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah, fuck, I don't want to. Or is Ren a title? No, Ren is the sword. Absolutely. So, like, the Knights of the Sword, the Knights of Ren. Lightsaber Ren. Why would it call it Kylo Ren? Well, fuck, I don't know, because he's Knights of Ren. I don't know. But, dude, you know what's <laughs> a funny thing? Uh, Kevin Smith said this. Uh, when the, they were all... The only thing they did was do a Creed video when they were on top of the mountain and then the camera spins around them. I was thinking Michael Bay, but yeah, there was no tits in that one. So You're talking about uh, the end of eight? No, in nine. In, no, you don't see him in eight, but in nine. The end of seven. <clears throat> no, you don't even see him then. You see him in nine. They, they stand on top of a mountain and they're just there. And then the camera pans around on them. And that's it. They Then they capture Chewie. Oh, you're talking about, yes, yes, yes. You're talking about on the on the party planet. Yeah, the party planet. The, the Burning Man, <laughs> Burning Man planet. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> like planet Chella. Yeah. <clears throat> when they catch Chewie, that's stupid too. When they destroy the ship. Yeah. And you think Chewie's dead. Yeah. Oh, but it was a second transport. Yeah. Dumb. Well, it's funny. When it happened, I was like, what do you mean second transport? I only saw one. And then when I watched it again, I saw the two transport. It's so it's so quick. And I don't care. That's how they should have killed him, right? No, I didn't want you to die. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Go ahead and kill him. I like that. I don't know. You know, she doesn't like what did you think of the lightning coming out of her hand? That was cool. I, I, again, that was that was something that they probably could have put in eight. Yeah. Okay. To give people a chance to think, holy shit, she did a dark side power. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is she going dark? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, baby, Do baby Yoda in Mandalorian doing it. Spoilers for Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, baby Yoda doing a force choke. Yeah, that was cool. That's that's a dark side power. Was it? Was it cool though? It was very cool. It was cute because he's like, yeah, like a little baby, and she starts choking. Yeah, because nobody's gonna fuck with my dad, you know. Yeah. Um, that was so cool, <laughs> but but that was that was he was doing a dark side power. Okay, all right, yeah. So when Ray shot out lightning, I was like, "What? She's doing a dark side power? Mm -hmm. What's yeah. what? What's the story here?" Yeah. Um, I kind of don't fully like that she does a dark side power because she's descended from Palpatine. I I always feel like light or dark should be a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could use the lightning if you're a Jedi, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, I might be basing too much on uh, Knights of the Old Republic did that, right? Yeah, I mean, you ever play that game? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. In all the in all the games, if you if you go good, well, depending on like if there's like an arc like that, you know, they, they, I don't know why they didn't make like an Infamous or um, Spider-Man Two kind of you know Jedi. You just go on planet to planet, and then you you know you'd be good or bad. You know, isn't that what they did in Knights? Or you just chose no, yeah, but it's an RPG kind of thing. So the battles are like click attack, click this, click that. And in Spider-Man Two, you just press a button and go. You can do different things. Yeah, but I thought I thought you could spec your guy light or dark in that. Game. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have a lot of games like that. But I'm saying is they don't have a game like you know Grand Theft Auto, but with Jedi. And that would have been tight. 
that would be fucking tight. Yeah, instead of like a, a map, like a city, it's a planet, and then you're going to these planets and you're fucking leveling up and shit. Well, it's like I want to play Fallen Order, but Fallen Order feels like a tunnel game. Oh, it is. It is. It's yeah, definitely a tunnel I game. Yeah, I I know. But that, if that was my kid came up with that, he goes, it should be like you go to a planet and it's like a city and you level up and you do quests. And I was like, fuck, I want to play that game. They need to make they need to make Knights of the Old Republic again, not two. Yeah, like the one. Yeah, or yeah, they can do all sorts of stuff with that. Would you think of um? So they they actually canonized Knights of the Old Republic when they said the dyad because that's a thing. That's a Knights yes. of the Old Republic. What'd you think of that? I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, a dyad in the Force. I, yeah, I thought that was. I, I really like that. Um, it kind of starts to change the whole meaning of the prophecy. You know, is the dyad the balance? Because if you look at it that way, and then you take out the emperor, right? Then you know now balance. now there's balance. I agree because both Ray and Ben were really towards the middle. Okay, yeah. You know, Ben had that conflict in him. Snoke says, "I feel that conflict in yeah. you," and she um, had conflict in her. She too. had conflict in her too. You know, uh, Ben was kind of getting her to to go ahead and open up. They could have been the balance. How's it balanced now if it's just Ray? Well, Ray has been in her. Not that way. <laughs> Does he? So he gave up part of his ah, essence. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll to, give you that. So yeah, that yeah. she could live. Yeah. So, you know, you don't see that often. Yeah, no, no. That makes sense. That makes sense. That, that works. That works. Yeah, Ben. So. Yeah, yeah, it works. That works. That works. Right. I'm with that. I, I'm not I'm not too against that. What would you think of the part where, um, so they're doing the thing with the force, right? They're connected. And then he gets the lightsaber. And then everyone's looking at him, and he does a, he does a shrug. He goes, eh, you got a lightsaber. What? Dumb. You didn't like that? No, I didn't like that. I didn't like that he pulled the lightsaber, and I, I, I think he could have, I think, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that you could teleport things to using the Force now. Yeah, they 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 introduce things in the in the in the in the movie in these three movies, which kind of like why didn't they do that before? Like for instance, the Holdar m- maneuver. The Holdar, yeah, the Holdar maneuver. Yeah, it's a one in a million chance. It's a one, in a, one in a million move. We can't do that again. But somebody says it in the movie in in, in nine. Yeah, they do. Um, no, that's what they said. They right, said they that. said it. Then when they're showing all the different star destroyers getting. Torn and you know getting destroyed. Yeah, one of them's ripped in half and looks like it was like a hyperdrive <laughs> funny. blast. It was That's like, oh, so somebody else fucking pulled off a one in a million move. Hey, shut up. Yeah. Um. And then another thing is, um. Now he should have said hyperspace skipping, but he says light speed skipping. And when in the beginning of the movie where they're they're going really fast and slow. See, hyperspace, they're out of real space, and they can. Then you can then argue that when he says light speed. Skip. You're going really fast. You're going really without, fast. Without planning. So you're holdaring, moving constantly. Right. Uh, yeah, because there was some argument about that breaking the rules of you know faster than light travel in Star Wars. Uh, the argument being they're gotta, warping. They're right. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be able to do that because if you're too close to a gravity well, it's the reason why they couldn't just go to hyperdrive or light speed from Hoth. From their base, they had to leave the atmosphere, get far away from the pl- the planet, so that they're not affected by the planet's gravity to go into hyperdrive. I, I see what you're I see what you're saying, but they never really say that. R- they never say it, but it's common sense. 
but it's common sense, right? Yeah. Because why? Why the fuck didn't they just do that? Why did they have to get blasted in Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did they have to have the ion yeah. cannon? Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. 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 To, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So nine breaks that for yeah. them. Well, I think eight did it first, though, right? Dude, yeah. But Rebels is cool because they introduce so many little world building things. So you figure, how do they figure out warp? Then you see those. There's there's things in Rebels where there's like these big whales in space. They warp. And I, I'm pretty sure that's you could you can make an argument. That's how they figure out warp technology, yeah. because yeah. that's how we figure shit out. Lightning. We see lightning, not lightning, but um, fire. We see lightning hit a tree. We're like, fuck, man, I, I think we can make fire out of this shit. Right. Yeah. And, and then the dem- and the reason why we can't do warp is we've never seen anything do it. And then you see these fucking whales whoop, 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 warping. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we we'd never seen a nuclear bomb, but then we figured out that you know stars are doing that shit all the time. So they, you know what they figured that out with math. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, it was it was theoretical first, yeah. and then practical. Yeah, but they do it with math though. That's crazy. And they even how they predicted a black hole. It was math, and it wasn't yeah. even Einstein. It was another guy. Chandrasekhar. Or yeah, and then and then and then yeah, that's who that's they figured out a black hole from there. And they, but they don't know what they're talking about. They just know but from the numbers. Yeah, Chandrasekhar's limit was talking about how, yeah. what what the mass of yeah something would have to be to create a black hole yeah uh yeah that's all again it's theoretical physicists versus the experimental but it just just works better if you say we saw this and that's why we got this idea yeah based on observation yeah uh the numbers that chandrasekhar was coming up with was based on observations too you know it's like okay how how mass reacts with other mass yeah he took those observations and spun them through, you know, some equations and then yeah, figured out. Because oh, you're shit. figuring out how to make missiles go, not missiles, but rockets or cannons. I think he was trying to make better cannons. That's always, was, that's always been. Uh, like, I think that was a World War One thing. It was because uh, he was an infa- infantry or some shit like that. What's how much mass, you know, yeah. to propel no, but it was against a, the, it was a against weapon the power. Gra- it always is. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, it didn't turn into it until later on. You know what? We're di- we're digressing, but um, let's see here. Wait, oh man, I, I had a trajectory here. So Star Wars Eight, Rebels, you're Rebels. Rebels kind of uh, okay, here's another thing. So, so in Rebels, there's a scene where in the first few episodes where the Inquisitor says, "Oh, you're using Form Three. Form Four is better." and close quarters, but you would have known that if you had became a Jedi. The Inquisitor is a Force-sensitive being who who really knows the Jedi, and he's the one who's hunting the Jedi. And he's he's critiquing this guy's skills, and he's saying forms. Okay, so there are forms, and this is, you can look this up, there are actual forms in the Jedi, right? So that's a thing. God damn it, if only, if only in Star Wars 8, when, like, <laughs> Luke fights Rey, or not Ray, um, what's his name, what's his name, Kylo, okay. that he would then be saying, you know, oh, like, uh, and then you could do cutbacks of, of, as they're fighting as adults, as they were training as, you know, younger, and form one, da, 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 and they were just instinctual, because they yeah, fell in that have, rhythm. They wouldn't have to explain it, it, it would just be there. Yeah. It yeah. would just be there. Yeah. You they would say, okay, form one, da, 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 da. form two, da, 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 da. Yeah. form three, da, 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 da. and it's like a flashback, but also... You know, because it implies a lot of training that, has yes. happened. You know, and then you like, don't have to say it. and like, you just fall into your own same routines. You can't help it; it's instinct to fall into a routine. It's because movies, movies are always full of exposition, but there's exposition that obviously feels like exposition. Yeah. But yeah, him saying, you know, going through the different forms that way would have been using exposition a very smart way. You're using it without using it. And you know, then you're so also connecting these characters. Yes. 
and you're also showing us a fucking battle with like lightsabers. Well, and, and you're, you're again, you're rewarding the fans that decided to watch Rebels yeah. and Clone Wars, and you're giving people a reason to go back and watch it. Yeah, and not just that. Check this out. Then you can demonstrate why Kylo is with the dark side more as they're doing the forms, and he, you know, of course, Luke is better and he's winning. You know, Kylo starts getting mad and yeah. it's getting sloppy, and then. He can do a flashback. You're getting sloppy, or and then you know, and then demonstrate why he's just not as good as him. Yeah, and I, I think it would have looked good too. It would have looked cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when when Luke comes back as his fucking force projection. Yeah. He looks younger. Yeah. They even did his hair younger. Yeah. And he looked awesome. It was yeah. like, oh shit, yeah. he's fucking yeah. Jedi Master Luke. You could have force projected him into a fight. I'm just saying. Oh, no, that would have been I, good too. I don't like the force projection thing. Yeah, th- those are stupid, but also he could have just been you there too. Now it's a thing. Now yeah. it's a thing. You know, yeah. we got to live with it, and I guess. And then, like, I was thinking, like, for the light. So when the walkers are shooting at him, instead of him it's just going through him, it's he stops it. Because that's how Kylo Ren in Force yeah. Awakens, he, he, but instead of just the one little blaster. He's stopping the walker blasters. Yeah. And that's like, bitch, you can stop a fucking blaster yeah. bolt. I can stop the blaster bolts from these goddamn walkers. Yeah. And that's what forces Ben to fight him. And guess what? Now he's fucking, it's Luke Skywalker versus Imperial AT-ATs round two. Oh, instead that of a, a yeah, yeah. And then he can just like, with the lightsaber, hit it back. He's just fucking force leaping through them, you know, just yeah. like taking them out. Or just, just quickly, just like, cause he stopped it. And then he just hits it back with his lightsaber like this. And they're like, stop firing at him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a lightsaber could do that. He would have had a show with like a different lightsaber. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Luke. Yeah, Did I, you know that they can adjust size? There's a setting on the lightsaber. This is in Rebels episode three. No, four. No, episode five. He goes, adjust the lightsaber. And then he um he pushed and it, it, it goes, it was too big. Then it went down a little. And then they made a quick joke. Yeah, you should make it smaller. But um, I mean, you can adjust the size of those things. And it makes sense. Think about it. The Death Star is a kyber crystal. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, can you imagine if you just made it really big and then just like, you know, like a huge lightsaber? Sephiroth? Yes! <laughs> or something like huge, like a big beam. Because when you see Kylo Ren's lightsaber, it's it's fat. You know, he's a fat cock of a lightsaber, you know? Yeah, it, but that's a setting. But I, I think it would have been cool if, if he would have done it but then they would say, well, why don't you guys just have your lightsabers long all the time? What well, it decreases the density or something like that. It's not good for you a, could, saber, you could, you could good for a saber battle because it'll yeah. actually go through each other because it's not as... That's just an exposition a, within... That would be cool. Yeah, if, yeah. if Ray was talking to... If, if Ray was actually being trained, that would have been really cool if oh, he said adjust the lights. just have that all the time? You know, and, then boom, and, then, the and, time? and then you get your density, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? that, there you go. He would have been like, okay, go ahead. Put your lightsaber on full and then fucking show... Pass his lightsaber through him and then stop right before he fucking cuts him You know what sucks is um, you got those first three movies and then um, and then I guess George Lucas forgets all the narrative. But he wants his narrative for the movies were this lightsaber powerful. You need to use two hands because it's your energy that's using it. You can't go one hand. But then he forgets that and then um, oh yeah yeah. But but that would have been a cool little concept. That's why it's such a big deal when you have two lightsabers in well, each hand. Originally, you had to hold the Kyber crystal to use the Force. That works. But then well, that, yeah, that well that was that. Was but then Han Solo cuts a, a tauntaun. Y- yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like in the original Star Wars yeah. drafts, it okay. was like you had to be holding the crystal to be able to to, to okay. do shit with it. It was more like the Schwartz. Yeah. You know, you had to have the ring to be able to do shit. I think they were supposed to be knights, too. They weren't supposed to be in space. 
uh, Jedi Knights like well, just in one planet? Yeah, I, I think it was supposed to be Knights, and like it's supposed to be like, and it was, I don't even think it was called Star Wars. It's really originally, I think it was supposed to be just about a father and son. And the only reason why he puts it into like the fourth is, is that's when he gets into Star Wars. But before then, it was about a father and son and knights. Oh well, yeah, because I mean, maybe you you wanted wizardry and stuff like that. You could do all of that. All of that yeah. could be on the same planet. You could do every single thing instead of planets. It could be countries. Dude, they should do a Star Wars movie. I fucking was thinking that. Medieval, like a medieval. Fucking right. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. I had that idea too. I was like, that would be tight. You could do, you could do so many little stories. You could do a movie where it's like the Seven Samurai, but instead they're Jedi. Like you, not all Jedi, but like you got a Jedi, you got a Rogue, you got a Mandalorian. Yeah, well, they could do that in the Mandalorian. They're going to do that yeah. in the Mandalorian. You, you, actually, you know what? That they, last they, episode was Seven the Samurai. Fourth, the fourth episode was kind of like that. Well, uh, no, but they had everybody in the seventh one, even the robot. Yes, but in the fourth one, it was a village that went out to look for people to fight on their behalf. It was, it was like, then, yeah, it was like set. Yes, yes. They go yes, back yes, and they yes. train them how to fight for themselves. It's so true. It's so true. But it's it's funny. It's like they couldn't let it go, and that's why they they brought it up in the eighth. Two and a half samurai. You no, know, no, you're right. No, you're fucking right though. That's exactly what it was because they're training them. Yeah, they're showing yeah. them how to fight. That Mandalorian dude, that last one, when he um, he goes, don't go. Like he really like liked that nurse, the nurse droid. Yeah. Y- yes. Uh, there's. So I don't know. Okay, the Mandalorian hates droids because the droids are the ones that wiped out his fucking his his village, right? That works. But there's also in the Mandalorian lore, there's a distrust, a basic distrust of droids. They don't trust droids. So my thing is like... Actually, all of Star Wars is kind of like that. If you think about it, they treat... Not only do they treat C-3PO as <laughs> shit, in Star Wars 4, when when the droids go into... We don't serve their kind. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking, well, that's pretty fucked up. But I was like, I was like, maybe that's a thing of the Clone Wars. And it kind of is, but they don't really... I think at, that uh, it kind of is, because yeah. you are fighting dro- dro- droids. Droid yeah, there's yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. maybe that... that that uh, that hate, that anger of droids, that uh-huh. disdain for droids, that racism, I guess, yeah. came from that because yeah. they just fucking spent a bunch of time and blood fighting a droid army. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there a sentient droid? No. Um, well, in Rebels, they bring it back. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, they they close that. They, man, Rebels closes a lot of loops. What's this? Oh, man, I got that. Yeah. I have to start from. The first season. It's good. No, Rebels is good, dude. Like, from beginning, top to bottom. What I do is I play XCOM on my laptop while I'm watching the, the fucking thing in the background. Yeah, because I'm playing a game, and at the same time, I'm watching it. It's really good. It's really good. I like uh, I like playing... Um, it's a Star Wars game. Uh, Rebellion? Is it the one with the, like, Command and Conquer? It's... It's kind of like Command and Conquer. You don't really get to see the battles. You see the whole map of the galaxy, and there's the inner rim and there's the outer rim planets, and uh, that's actually where I was first introduced to the idea of the interdictor cruiser, the thing that creates a gravity well to where people uh-huh. can't get away through a hyperdrive. Okay. Uh, a lot of the ships in that game actually make their way to to canon now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's a resource management game. 
you know, you're looking at planetary planetary resources and you're managing them. This game sounds like right up my alley. Cause like galactic, cause I play galactic civilization. We have a planet, and then you have to like, like resource out, get the resources and mine yeah, it. I have it on my laptop. I have it on Steam. It's actually pretty cheap on Steam. Wait, I haven't. I have. I play galactic. I play shit on Steam too. Oh, Bestest friends. All right. Do you have any final thoughts on Star Wars uh, Nine? Uh. It adds to it adds to Star Wars. It adds Star Wars. It breaks some things. Uh, I think what seven, eight, and nine kind of showed was that they need a they need a Kevin Feige. Mm. They need somebody to come in, and and it and, seems like a common sense move, right? But I again, Kathleen Kennedy, they got to take her hands off the wheel. She cannot be the Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, somebody like. Somebody has to come in and be the Kevin Feige for the. Yeah, sure, they can report to Kathleen Kennedy. That's fine. But Kathleen Kennedy hasn't been living the lore. She's had her hands in Star Wars, but as a producer, as a money person, basically yeah. making a bet that this thing's going to make money. And guess and what? Letting it di- did. Letting the director just you know, do whatever. Yeah. And that was, again, that was a mistake in episodes one, two, and three. Mm. You know, they just took George Lucas and, mm-hmm. you know, cut him off the leash and let him do whatever he wanted. And that well, was at least a huge it's mistake. like concise, though. Right. Because, again, George Lucas was yeah. the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. Yeah. There, there is a cohesiveness there. Yeah, the the three movies complement each other. There's never a point where, damn, that went completely off the rails. There was no plan here. No, the plan was always there. Oh yeah, the the movies were already pretty much written. Yeah. before the first one it even works. got filmed. Even it, though it's shitty, it works. It, it it's it's a story. It's mm-hmm. it's story. Um, seven, eight, nine, disjointed, uh-huh. fighting with themselves. You know, oh, yeah. for what kind of movie is it going to be? Like a like a movie of self-discovery or is it going to be social commentary, mm. you know? And, I, and, and, and again, I think there's other genres that already can handle social commentary. I think, I think the, a person's journey, you know, discovering self and, you know, uh, growth and all that stuff. And I, I think that's always been, um, more star Wars than, than social commentary. Um, that's, that is such an excellent pick apart of that movie. But, but yeah, I mean, just for, I think they need to take about six years off from doing any uh, big films like this again. I don't think. I think the plan is to never make movies again. They're just going to make TV shows off the success uh, of The man. Mandalorian. I hope. I hope they don't do that because part of the fun of Star Wars is watching in a big ass theater. And stuff. Fucking right. Yeah. Fucking right. I've got a. I've got a great setup here, right, Kevin? Yeah. I, I love fucking watching movies in my pad. It's amazing. Dude, I hate going to the theater. I love going to the theater. If it's a movie, Do you, worth but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I don't like going to the theater to like to watch a movie that I don't really like, a drama or something. I don't need to go. To yeah. The no, no, no. What I mean that I said that wrong. What I mean is I hate going to the theater for pretty much all movies mostly. I like to stay at home. But but if I've got Avengers, yes, I got Star Wars. Yeah. I got a maybe Batman. I don't know. I don't know. It's getting kind of weird now because you get the you get that Joker. So it's not, that's not really a that's not. I, I haven't watched the Joker because I didn't really feel like I needed to go to a movie theater. You're good. It. You're good. Yeah. No, I'll watch it. I think it comes out next week. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's good. It was Star Wars. I, I walked out of the movie thinking, good. They they saved as much as they could from Star Wars. They didn't make it worse. Yeah with nine like yeah. they did with eight eight yeah. made everything worse it was like oh fuck this is going downhill fast this is going to end up being a franchise that was once awesome and is not awesome anymore yeah it had its last day i think nine brought it back to mm. okay this could still be awesome this can still be 
what we grew up with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while still giving you know new fans something to to enjoy as well mm. um so yeah no i i think i i think if they if they get like a showrunner a kevin feige i think they'll be all right so i would think i think the best thing to do is go back a thousand years and then just go from there that would be awesome or 500 it doesn't matter you can do whatever you want. Well, a thousand years is the perfect number because that we had a thousand years of the nerds, the knights were the yeah, knights of the republic. Knights of the old republic. Well, they'll fucking argue, but you do five hundred well, years. A thousand years ago was a transition period. There would take. I mean, in the Star Wars universe, there was nothing going on five hundred years before. But if you go back a thousand years, you really can do your own shit. And I wit I my hope is that they don't try to shoehorn in ties to characters. Oh, a thousand years later, they could do it. I mean, there's, it's in there. Yeah. But I hope they. It, I hope it's not overt. I, I hope it's just another Star Wars story to add to the, the lore, the mythos overall of Star Wars. New characters, new events, new things happening. That, that is Star Wars, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like, I didn't have to watch, all the other shit to know what's going on. Yeah, they can do their own thing. They really can just do their own thing. That's just, that's that's I was thinking, dude. Um, I was gonna say, whoa, from one to ten, ten being the best. What do you rate it? <laughs> I, it's, uh, nine. I would have to put it there next to seven. Okay. So no nine nine oh yeah no 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 I'm talking about episode nine. I would put it wherever I would put seven. And what's that rating? It. A seven. A seven? I'd give it an eight. I liked it. I, I truly did like it. I mean, like, there's a lot of plot. This is how good this movie is, and I'll tell you why it's an eight. A seven is a good good score. I'll give you, the, I'll give you this. I hated eight so much. <laughs> yes. So when I'm watching nine, I'm seeing plot holes and makeups everything they fucking try so hard and they they miss so much miss so much i I alluded to this right you know the yeah and um but i still liked it though i enjoyed the shit out of it no but it was that good that it would with all the fucking pains and shits that were in there i still liked it eight there was a lot of there was some good things in there but that movie was so atrocious it didn't matter it was the reverse and that's why I think nine is superior in that respect because if if it had, it, with all its faults, it still was a good movie. I, that's a lot. I, I for effort going into eight, going into eight. Uh, I didn't watch that in the theaters. Um, shit was bad at the time, so whatever on that. But I I had heard people were upset about it. I I managed to stay away from spoilers until it came out on home video. Um. I think we talked about it after you watched it. I watched it in anger. Mm. I was I was angry watching it. I was I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yes, you know, and it, uh, nine was just like seven. That's why that's why I'm saying I put it right next to to episode seven. Seven was was a joy for me yeah. to watch. Yeah. It was callbacks. It was this yeah, and yeah. that. It was fun. The writing was fun. Nine was fun. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and it was dark where it needed to be dark mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. got to be stakes, and you know you gotta. You well, know. it was also emotional too. Yeah, like I said, fucking when Chewie reacted to losing Leia, ah, 
I was like, ah. dude, this is what made me tear up when Han when they're doing the parallel where Ben's looking at him and I don't know, he wants to say, I'm sorry, but he can't and he can't go home, and he wants to say sorry or I love you. He wants to say so much, and then Han Solo does Empire Strikes Back. He goes, I know. That yeah. tore me apart. Yeah, that was that was a damn good line. Mm-hmm. He says, I know. Like, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that was that was good. But uh, Chewbacca, dude. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> I hear you on Chewbacca. But another thing that pissed me off is, why would this be a thing you need to say right before you die? There's something I got to tell you, Ray. I'm force sensitive. I mean, like, stupid. well, I mean, like, it, I felt he was gonna say I like you, or that made more sense with the theme of the the seventh and the eighth movie. Yeah, I came back for you. <gasps> yes. Better than force sensitive or I love you. Just I came back. For I you. came back for you. But, but when did he come back? Uh, because remember, at the end of seven, he's like knocked out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To, when he went back to save her. But this is like years later. I mean, not years later. This is time later. Uh, you would have already, you know. No, because he wakes up, he wakes up at the beginning of eight. Okay. And they don't see each other until the very end of okay. eight. Okay. So you don't know that they ever talked. He could have, they they could have put this in at the beginning of nine, where it's like, hey, so, you know, last time I saw you, you were you were at were at Maz, Maz's place, and you were taken off with those two, you know, those two guys to you know go off planet or somewhere, right? That was literally the last time she had seen him. Okay. Until the end of eight. Okay. He could have been like, "Oh yeah, I uh, you know I talked to Han and he convinced me to stay." All right. Well, yeah. And then, and then and then come back. You know, no, oh, that's not what I want. I wanted to tell you. I came back for you, but yeah, you know, I I couldn't bring myself. So bring it back from seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or like an earlier conversation. You know. Like, yeah. No, hey, no. 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 Why'd you come back? Wow. That why, would why that would link it. Dude, that would be tight. The reason he came, because it really isn't addressed, because he's just there on that planet, and he's fucking fighting for her, and he gets knocked out. He's right. They, you, you totally miss this whole thing, and like she fucking does, like when he's asleep in seven, and he's in the little coma thing, yeah. she does a thing like I hope you know, it's each other there's again. something there. God, dude, and then at nine, if you would have linked it, or eight, actually would have been the better. Yeah, people people complained about eight, that the, the team, you know, was not together the whole time. I was like, that's good. Yeah. We've we seen them together in and seven. Build it up. Yeah, that way when you see them together again in nine, it's the, it's the Avengers of Star Wars. Well, I think they could have... Okay, so for instance, when you watch Empire Strikes Back, they are separated. They're separated almost the entire fucking movie. But then they kind of come back together. No, they're still there. And then yeah, you're right. And then night. Okay, so when you watch Return of the Jedi, there's a man. There's a scene where they all come together. First, they fight together. They come together through a fight. But then when they're talking about the the plans for the Death Star, and then they're all there. And then Luke comes into the fucking thing. It's like, oh shit, the yeah. team is fucking yeah. back. Yeah, and I, I felt really good about that back then. And they could have done that with nine. They should have done that with nine. They did it. They they didn't. They had some cool scenes with the crew together, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I hear it. Missed opportunities. Eight fucked everything up. Yeah, it did. They should have had us in there. I I I think that like why don't you have when you when you're doing a writing session, why why not have a session of 
like, I don't know why you don't have like, not nerd feedback, but like when I write a book or a story, I go back and I go, well, this doesn't work because of this later on. Like, and it doesn't feel like they do that. Uh, I, I thought I read somewhere that they usually have like nerd consultants, right? That didn't seem like a nerd consultant to me. Yeah, right. Like a military consultant. Yeah. You know, would say, oh, no, we wouldn't salute like that. Yeah. We wouldn't say that word. Yeah. Or, you know, we wouldn't point like that. The problem with that is, though, the the difference is the nerd would leak it out. Um, not they fucking sign an airtight non-disclosure agreement or some shit. Yeah, you're fucking right, dude. Why don't they do that? And a nerd that feels that responsibility, hey, you want us to welcome you back to, to 9 uh, or 10 or 11? Yeah, why didn't they get nerds? What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> God, you could just write just one nerd who's <laughs> deep into some Star Wars could have really shaped this movie. But why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. No, because you couldn't do the things again, you want to do. Again, it's the two-year production cycle. Even Avengers takes three, four years between movies. No, I think three Avengers is every three years. The only time they ever t- turned around an Avengers movie right after the other one was for Endgame. You know, when it comes to writing a story, think about it, though. You got Mandalorian, and that's like nine, eight episodes, and that's fucking good. I mean, in that world of writing, you could come up with a good movie. Yeah, but I think they need to give themselves time. Um, Why? Because... You want good shit, you gotta you gotta put some time in between. But writing is writing. I mean, if you write something with three movies in mind, that's just basically one, two, three, six episodes. We're gonna watch that Star Wars was saved in the edit. And it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Because <clears throat> you get you get a sense of that now, okay, there's a saying, right? Uh art you don't you don't finish art, you abandon it. Right, because when you're working on a painting or a sculpture or something, you can you're always tweaking something. You could always tweak something more. You can always add another little shade here. I agree. Or a little bit I there. agree. So art is never complete. It's abandoned. You get to a point where you know what? I need to show people my shit. Yeah. You know, people need to watch this and enjoy it. So yeah. I'm leaving it here. Hideo Kojima does that. Like he'll he'll keep fucking tweaking and tweaking, and then you got a mailman. But shit, <laughs> that fucking game. Uh, but but shit does get better with time. Not too much time, but also not too little time. I agree. You know, all the other movies came out three other three years apart. Avengers comes out three years apart. I think these movies came out too fast. Yeah, with a good showrunner, I don't think it matters. Again, they didn't have a good showrunner. Yeah, I know. You so, think that time would have saved it? Oh, say no showrunner, just time. Yes. Hmm. Well, we'll never oh, know. Both. Oh, well, both would it would have been the best movie ever. It would have been Avengers. It's pretty sad that thirty years of forty two years of Star Wars because that's the the party, you know, Star Wars. Right. So Star Wars forty two years and that's your closing. That's it. It's kind of it ends with the ah, it's good. And then Avengers has only been around for like ten years and that fucking closed it out well, hard. Star Wars, Star Wars is making DC mistakes. Yeah, it's disjointed. The movies aren't talking to each other directly like the Marvel yeah, movies do. Yeah. So Star Wars is making the same mistakes that DC makes. Now, if you want to make Star Wars irrelevant, keep doing what you're doing, Kathleen Kennedy. Mm. You know, but if you want to if you want to uh, to keep it going and you want to make it relevant in terms of storytelling, find somebody. And I think Dave, Dave Filoni uh, should be at the top of that list. 
fucking right, dude. Because he he gets it. You want something? Because that's why J.J. Abrams did so well. He loves the material. When you watch Star Trek, the um, the new movie, you can tell that guy likes some Star Trek. And I heard him talk about it. I'm a deep fan. I heard him talk about it, and I could tell that he doesn't watch all the episodes, but he's a fan. And he was saying, yeah, Star Trek felt like this, and it felt like that. I'm like, that's a fan. And then when you watch the movie, kind of like a fan. Hey, John Favreau knows his shit. Because he's a fan. John Favreau, and he knows the way the wind is blowing. Because, mm-hmm. because he made Iron Man 1 look like ultimate Avengers, ultimate Iron Man, because the ultimate, because the inside, inside of the, um, the, the cockpit. Yeah. Well, there's that, that. there's that, there's the, the chest armor that, uh, Tony Stark is wearing at the beginning after he gets blasted. He opens it up and I go, that's, that's straight out of the ultimate universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nick Fury being Samuel Jackson. Yeah, oh, ultimates. Yeah. Ultimates based their Nick Fury. Yes, he's on Sam Jackson, dude. He yes, dude. It's so it's so funny that you should say that. Like, and that's how you get good art is you get a fan, you get someone who likes the material. David Filoni, Filoni, man, that guy likes his shit, and he knows what people like. Mm-hmm. He could see, okay, people are liking this. What makes this work? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, Star Wars Rebels felt like. It felt like he was giving me what I wanted and didn't give a fuck about my input because it was good. And it was like, I didn't have any thoughts like, oh, this should work better. I like, I don't, when I watch Star Wars 8, I can't stop but think, you need this, you need that. I watched Rebels, I, you took me there, dude. You took me there. And, and there's there's adventures and shit, and there's, you don't argue with it. Yeah. And, and Mandalorian too. Like, when that comes out, I don't have a, let's do this, let's do that. I'm like, I'm I'm here. And, like, there's nothing where I'm like, oh, it would have been cooler if they did that. No, it's all good. I, I have not been able to argue with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, so somebody said, oh, well, this whole lore about them, can't they can't take off their helmet. There's different clans. Fuck you. Yeah. You know? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. When he introduces you can't take off your helmet, I don't care. I don't. I didn't care about that either. Yeah. I and then like, you have that, like, everything he introduced, I was like, I'm all in. I, yes. And I think we ended up with, again, just like with. Uh, Iron Man. We ended up with John Favreau. Yeah. Kind of respecting the fans, uh-huh. respecting the source, yeah. kind of recognizing, hey, what worked? What worked in Rebels? What I almost want to see is there a graph that shows the most watched episodes of Rebels? And you might want to look at the Mandalorian episodes. I do that with um a lot of things like with Lost. I do that with uh, Star Trek or Fringe or episodes and things that I like. I see who's in there and who's writing these things, and it's usually it's usually the same person that just brings it. And I don't know why people don't fucking like a producer say, "Oh well, this fucking guy or girl does this." Let's fucking keep. Because it's not always the director. Yeah, it's well, not always the director. It, the the. the well, the, you could see a parallel, writer. though, if you see a, write, uh, a writer all the time, and then those are the episodes that are good with different directors, or a director, and then you see the same director. Right. Or if you see the same two people appear. But I'm, I'm pretty sure, in a world of statistics, you could find it. Well, a director really interprets the writer. So can you find a director that is going to interpret the writing that made you want to put money into this project in the first place? That's that's the tricky part. Yeah, I agree. Uh but it's it's always in the writing because the writing. I agree. The writing I was gives, you, go there. gives you the the story beats. Yeah. It gives you yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. details, the callbacks. The writing the when you when you're talking Star Wars and you're talking art like that, it's all about the writing and the director helps too, but it's the writing that's what wins in the end. I I, I agree. Because I mean, my favorite Star Trek episodes are written by certain 
individuals. And the director does change, and it's cool. You know that the director did it, but I always come back to the writer in that respect because the director changes. The writer stays the same in these episodes I'm talking about. Star Wars, Mandalorian, fucking Fringe Lost. It's always the same. Like, oh, it's Robert Orsi. He's fucking doing this one. You know who directed the eighth episode of Mandalorian? Robert Orsi? John Favreau. Of course. <laughs> of course. But but And you could feel it because yeah. you're getting full emotion out of the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Through his fucking helmet. Yeah. Come on, man. That's good. You're able to feel what he's feeling yeah. through the helmet. Yes. And what he is saying. Yes. How he is saying yeah. it without it being expository. Yeah. He's just saying, dog, no, don't go. And I yeah. was... I, <sighs> Terminator 2. Yeah. You know? Dude, I wanted... I wanted him when he was in the lava. I wanted a scene with the thumbs up. I was like, just give me a fucking thumbs up. I mean, if you made BB-8 do a thumbs up, you can make fucking like out of his head or something. Just give me it. Dude, I mean, really? Shit, dude. Oh, man, man. It would have been funny if the black guy, what's his name? Um, What is his name? Uh, Greek Corgan. Yeah. Wow, shit. Like if he would have been like, huh? Like dying? <laughs> like just go for go for broke on Terminator. No, but the thing is, like I, I was totally thinking of the Terminator, and I, again, I didn't care. Oh yeah, yeah. He, it wasn't. He was, a th- it wasn't was, like I needed it because but... I almost cried for the Terminator when I was 12, 11 years old. Oh, I was, was fucking like, crying when Terminator died. I, I no, no, no. I, I still get that way. I'm like, yeah. oh, I know he comes back and all these. But other when, the, when, the, when the when the guy dies, though, I was like, oh, it would be cool if he did. That would have been too much. I know, but it it was enough. If you had watched Terminator 2, I felt it was enough to remind you of that scene yeah, yeah. to get you to maybe bring some of that emotion that you felt yeah, then yeah. to this yeah. without being overt yeah. about, hey, this is Terminator 2. I knew that that guy was going to live, spoilers, uh, that guy was going to live at the end. Because oh, yeah. I was like, that guy's a good actor. You don't get him just a, a one-off. Yeah, he was the one of the, the, the biggest fucking bads in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't, yeah, he's not a one-off. Yeah, no. No, he's so good. He's versatile. He's so versatile because he and Breaking Bad. He has that like Mexican accent, but then he's in this one show called Revolution, which is really good. And he's a different guy. He's just a different person. He's a badass, and he's just different. And then this one, he's different again. I I like I like the speech patterns that they used for uh, Grief Karga. He he speaks. He's got this. He's a good movie. actor, that Apollo Creed. Yeah. And at first, I didn't like it. I'm like, oh, he's not a good actor. But the fact that he keeps it consistent, and then you go and you watch him in other movies, especially when he's blowing up as Apollo Creed. Yeah. He's getting upset, you know, yeah. about shit and the way that things are working out. He's the world champion. Why yeah. don't people fucking treat him like he's world champion? Yeah. Like Rocky fucking won, you know? Yeah. He wasn't. No, he, he was a different. He was that character. He 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 is plotting. Yes. He is very carefully choosing his words. He is. And he goes, he goes, hey, I was going to kill you, but I decided not. I could not have done. And the way he talks, too, like when he asks for your name, what is your name? You know, like I, I, I actually really like the way he talks now because it, it, I like that is. character. He that guy made that character. Yeah, he did. And yeah. you know what? No, I don't know if it's director or they just, I don't know. It was like a perfect storm. But G- Gina Serrano, Gina Carano, Carano. I like her. I like her too. Uh, so there's some scenes where you could tell she's not an actress, but 
Yeah, she's an MMA fighter. But I'm but I'm down with it. I no, like, yeah, I no, like, no. When she's all like, when they're playing with the laser, the little things, and they're like fighting at the end of the episode. Uh, uh, when, yeah, no, I, I, seven. I, I thought I thought that was so cool, and she was all into it. I buy that she can kick a dude's ass. Cause, wow, yes, you know, it, yes. She brings that. She brings that gruff to it. That, yeah. That hey, you know what? We're gonna get down. Let's oh, do yeah. this. Yeah. I believe her. Yeah. I believe her. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like she says she's gonna go kick ass. Let's go kick ass. I liked. Uh, it sucks about the one guy, the Nick Nolte character. You know, he goes, "I have oh, spoken." Oh, Quill. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, Quill. Uh, I thought. I thought uh, IG Eleven. No, I thought IG. <laughs> I thought IG Eleven was gonna come out and save him at the last second or something. Oh, that would have been tight. Nope. I'm glad they went the- full. You know, sacrificing Quill because uh, Gina Carano, uh, Cara, Cara Dune. Yeah, you know, good job. Yeah, uh, she didn't get the chance to fully bury the bury the hatchet with them, so she's gonna have to carry that with her now. Yeah, because that was some dark shit. When he goes, I bought my freedom. Yeah, she you was know? assuming shit about him. Yeah, she was she was making assumptions about him right now in the whole movement and all that yeah. stuff and people, you know, like. Uh, judging a book by their cover yeah. and this and that she judged oh you fought for the other fucking side no fuck you yeah but if you remember his race is the race that freezes han solo and carbonite <laughs> yes they yes. are working as slaves of oh. the empire well now we know now we know yeah that's <laughs> when i when i when i learned that i was like god damn these fucking guys are so good Dude, the, the heart in this character too, because he was just like he doesn't do things for money. He just does it because because he was a slave. Everything's gravy after that, and so he's all about word and honor and all that. And I thought that was tight, and that that character's dead. But that's the gravity of these characters, man. It's um, it's like a samurai fucking western. But now now it gives you something to miss in the second season uh-huh. because now the characters they're not gonna have their moral, their yeah. center. They're not gonna have their you Jiminy can, Cricket with they them. They can anymore. introduce more shit. They, they can no 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's a flaw yeah. I'm saying it can it can create these wrinkles that make a story good mm-hmm. you know it's like shit what would Quill do or or uh, I like this character a lot oh shit he might die because you know Mando's not gonna die now now there's stakes yeah you know Cara Dune yeah could die exactly Grief Karga could die they make him likable and they could die and that's good well also. Since you had just seen Quill die, and the fucking armorer is there with fucking four or five stormtroopers around her, with I thought she was gonna die. I thought she was gonna die too. I thought they were gonna blast her to bits. And yeah, that's so that's so cool. They could just build characters up and kill them, just like One Punch Man. What I like about One Punch Man is like, you know, he's gonna win, but they create these other characters and they're likable, and then they could die, and that's how you create a good story. Uh, it's it's not as brutal as like Game of Thrones. Um, or they just they just be killing people. Yeah, it was a character that you were with. It was like they were you were on their journey, and all of a sudden their journey for the minute. You're like, oh shit, okay, uh, I gotta find a new character. To like, well, they they did a lot with little in 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 this Mandalorian because yeah. I mean you you like you only see like three episodes of that one guy and it's likable. It's super likable. Yeah, I. I some people were bitching that they wanted to see the whole team like in the middle part of the season. I go, no, it made it cool when you saw them all together at the end. Yeah, uh, it gave you a chance to have each character kind of glow in an episode uh-huh. that was it was still it was still a serial, you yeah. know, like episodic, but it was still kind of of that 
you know, the, the issue of the week. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, the, especially the heist. Oh, I love that episode. But, but it was good. It yeah. worked. And especially in this first season where you're still trying to establish who the character is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and with the heist one, they're totally dissing the Mandalorian. They're not showing him. Not, I'm not talking about the writers. I'm talking about the oh, other dudes, yeah, yeah. the other dudes on that crew. Yeah. Uh, you kind of get the sense that his his prestige has been lowered because word got out. Yeah. You're not a man of honor because you fucking killed all the guys in the guild. And yeah, I don't. I didn't see that. I thought they were like just jealous. The they were jerks. Yeah. You know they weren't afraid of him. But then again, no, nobody's really afraid of him at the beginning of Mandalorian either. It doesn't make sense that they're not afraid, especially when they see, um, like, okay, so the ro- dro- drones are there. They're fucking, they're, they're held back. Like, fuck, what are we going to do? Yeah. And then Mando, Mando just kills them all with his bare <laughs> fucking hands. Well, I like uh, Bill Burr's character. They're I gonna, really like Bill in. Burr. I like them a lot. I didn't, when I first saw him, I was like, fucking Bill Burr. I think he's funny. But I was like, yeah. oh, why? It's so distracting. But. He's he, he became his character. Dude, Bill Burr, right? I mean, I like I love his comedy tremendously. Um, I don't get why he's so good in Mandalorian. It, it, it was awesome. It yeah. was good. It was I was I after a while I was like, all right, good job. He's actually um I've seen him in interviews and he is really smart. He uh he says shit where like somebody will say something and without even knowing they'll say something rude and then he goes ah you did that thing where it was rude but it, i mean he's so quick about it but he says it in a jokingly manner that you don't really know but he is omnipresent in the sense of in a conversation and not many people are like that people are just talking they're not there right. but he's present and i like that i think it's because he meditates he talks about that mm. Well, I don't know what he does, but uh, whatever he, he whatever he did to get himself ready for this movie, it worked. Dude, yeah. And if if, if he's trying to jump into to, to film, I think this was a great way to do it. Dude, fuck! I if he's in a movie now, if he is in a movie and he's like maybe the main character or maybe in, I could see him as like a like a like a cop, like a yeah. like a like a dirty cop or something like that. I'm there, dude. I am there. Uh, I'm thinking of maybe like a, uh, goddamn it, like a Departed. Type movie. That works. I I think Departed. I think a a buddy comedy like a him and like another guy. I, I, shit, dude, Die Hard. I, I don't want. I wouldn't want to. Yes, Die Hard better yeah. than say Rush Hour. Uh, I wouldn't want him to be like in your face comedy. Yeah. I want enough snark and attitude. Well, I was thinking Forty Eight Hours. Forty Eight Hours is fucking good. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. About. yeah. Like, and, and then yeah. Die Hard. I could see him doing that and. I want more for him, but I don't know if he likes it. I, I, I hear podcasts of him saying he kind of likes it, so I hope he does more. But after The Mandalorian, I was like, I love your comedy. You could do this. Can you sing? <laughs> I, I know he could do drums. He's, he's start, a drummer. Start dancing and shit. No, yeah, no, no, no. dude. I, I just like, you fucking sing. I'll kiss you in the mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. You're so beautiful right now. Bill, Bill Burr was good in that episode. Uh, the girl that played Nymphadora Tonks. You and... mean the one who goes... <laughs> Yeah, that one. Wait, 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 wait. When does a Twilk do that? Because, like, if you watch all the Rebels, all of the Colony, and you watch Return of the Jedi, they don't do that. But for some reason, she does that. Um, It looks like there's different ones. Because she's purple, not green? No, there's just there's people from different places, dude. Just... And then she comes from the people? Uh, yeah. There's, there's That's cultures. fucking retarded. You have, you have a, 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 a version of the Mandalorians that never takes off their helmet. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as going. Go to you know, go to different countries. You've got people that I don't know anyone in any country that goes. Uh, okay, so I was in Mexico one time, and uh, 
we're walking, we're looking for a place to eat, eat, and these ladies were like, like making those like chuching sounds at us, and I was like, fucking rude. Yeah, no, they're, they're, not, they're not showing your their teeth it, like fangs. But again, it's a culture thing, you know. That's it's not, it's. Well, then why didn't her brother do it? It's a whole uh, because I don't know. Maybe he's just not cool like that. Oh man, <laughs> it was it was literally she puts the fucking makeup on and they didn't. She she made an actor choice to do that sound effect, and no one wanted to correct her. That's fine. That's she just established a fucking canon that should not be in this fucking show. What do you, I don't get it. She hissed. She does it a lot. They're like every chance she gets, she does it all the time. It was so annoying because they like when I okay I know why because it unsettled me because I was like why did she do that and then after that I was like oh she keeps doing it uh, every That's scene. Just her thing. I just I don't I don't really care, dude. If. What would happen if like fucking Darth Vader grabbed his balls? And that's his fucking move. That's if, that's if Darth Vader grabbed his balls. Not all Twi'leks are the same, dude. Yeah, that's true. You're racist, Kevin. I am. I hate fucking Twi'leks. I think she's like, I think all the Twi'leks are all in their little country. And then she's like a, like a Down Syndrome version, you know? And that's why she does that. <laughs> I should have said that. Hey, I love Down Syndrome people. Don't, don't, that's that's how it happens, man. We'll become famous and uh, they'll get this one. And then they'll come and get me and they'll Shane Gillis my ass. Yeah. All right. I, I, that's it. We gotta. Be, we gotta. We gotta end this shit. All right. Because I'm getting hungry. We gotta set shit up. Um. Any final? We got the final thoughts. I loved that movie. I loved it. Um. I will watch it again. But I. I came up to this conclusion after watching Star Wars Eight. I don't think I'm gonna watch Star Wars movies until like ten years. What do you mean? Like you're not gonna watch like the one through? Six? Yeah. Yeah. One through nine. None or all. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna let it just like ferment and then watch eight again 10 years from now or something like that. Uh, I, I recently watched episode four again. It's fun to go back and watch. Them. I, I, I watched all of them again before I watched nine. Oh, you're good. Then. No, you're good. And then I watched, okay. So, you know what? In star Wars two, an argument could be made that he's using the dark side of the force to make her like him because he does do this a lot when he's talking to her. I'm gonna have to watch two again. Yeah, you watch two, and it's terrible writing because he's talking about killing children. I love you, and I'm like, wait, he literally uh, just said he killed children. Yes, I I killed the younglings. You just you just talking to a mass murderer, a yeah. genocidal mass murderer because he just they, killed all. And then she goes he, to him. He didn't kill the kids because they killed his mom. He killed the kids because they were the same race of the people yeah. that killed his mom. Yeah, it was genocide. That was genocide. Yeah. So it's. And 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 yeah, and I love you. Uh, that happened. I think, I think that as a as a woman of the law, you know, as, yeah. as a legislature. Well, not just that. She's a hero in her own mark. She went against her own government. Yeah. She did all the rebellion. She did everything, and she falls in love with the guy who genocide. She committed genocide. Yeah. Uh, she covered the cameras. I don't think she likes me watching her. Yeah. Like, she's already kind of shown earlier that, God damn, you're a creep, dude. I'm right? totally not going to let you watch me sleep. Yeah. Dude, watch that movie, and he literally is like, it's not good. And But and, but he does do this. And, like, he's touching her and shit. I mean, he's hashtag me too in her the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like 
I don't like how I don't like how he acts in two. It just it creeps me out. It doesn't make sense. Not three kind of levels out because time's gone by. But two, yeah, they are. They're already together. But yeah, you get the two, and it doesn't. It doesn't. I hate sand. It's coarse. Why? Why? What is this conversation? And like a name, name the bitch who's all about you when you're just bitching. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing is it's what he does. He, man, Obi-Wan doesn't like me because I I have more power than him. I'm better than him. And then she's all about him? Uh, Yeah, you want to name a character that was emo? That guy was emo. Yes. All right, let's end this. All right. All right, guys, that was our review, our thoughts on it, and all that good stuff of the thing. And, I'm, and there it is. The... Saga is concluded with us reviewing it. Now we went deep, let's just say. And that's about it, really. I mean, if you enjoyed it, you know, hit us up on that podcast for me.com or the, the Gmail or the Twitter. And um, I, thought, I thought I had some final thoughts within this pod uh, that I forgot to lay out. But I can't draw a blank. Maybe I should write some of this shit down, yo. All right. This is it for a podcast for me. Um, be the better person than you were yesterday. Enjoy Star Wars. Hate Star Wars 8. That's a good thing. Uh, if you're making something that's for fans, make something for fans. Let's try to subvert their fucking expectations. And always stay frosty. Devil is free.